two. Free Man Podcast, we're back. Yeah. Sorry Season about the two, delay. Episode my what? Eight, I think, isn't it? Is it eight? Yeah, sure. Let's go with eight. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. I if reckon it's nine. seven. Well, if it's no nine... Bet. Oh, the podcast is off to a flyer tonight. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Are we going to put down bets? <laughs> All right. Um, Carry on. No, you were saying you were <laughs> no, apologising for last week? Yeah, because last week that was all my fault. What's another chip into his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is... <laughs> This is quality listening right here. Sling it in. Yeah, we'll get comments on this one. But um, yeah, I had a work thing. I had a strategy meeting. It was with the rest of the Perth team. So I was on Perth time. Ah, And just wasn't going to make it. How was Mark McGowan? (laughs) Fantastic. He was a guest speaker. Was he on the attack now? (laughs) So the West Australians fucked us again. As always. Yeah. What have they done this The great nation of Western Australia. Stopped us from recording last week. Ah, yeah. See what I mean? I see. Yes, it's true. First the emu war, now this. (laughs) Uh, so, yeah, and then Phil, you, well, no, you and I have been around. You've just been a busy lad. Well, as I, as I said I, to Adzo when I walked in, I was actually deeply relieved when he sent the message to say, to <laughs> no. say that, because I'd, I'd received a text from a client saying, can I come in Thursday night? And I was like, oh, wait, the pod, in comes Adam's text. I'm like, yes! It worked <laughs> So, sorry, well. listeners, it yeah. did work out well, but we're back, and we're excited to be back. Can we, I ask uh, a fact, can we turn off Mario Kart from the background, because it's really distracting? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Personally, I find it stimulating, but... Because <laughs> I did, I came eighth or seventh or something, and I, I'm just still watching myself somehow struggling behind baby Mario. <laughs> yeah, the boys, um, the boys were playing Mario Kart while I was putting my boys to sleep. So yeah, if you can call it that, <laughs> they're still partying upstairs. Yep, rocked in at eight o'clock, and it was like walking into a heavy metal band. <laughs> <laughs> Bodies everywhere. Yeah, I, I almost called your son Lemmy just because. Yeah, where did assuming... you get him a Slipknot T-shirt, by the way? <laughs> Uh, so, okay, so I've changed the format a little bit. Um, you do? I haven't checked oh, the WhatsApp. No, not like, uh, not like <laughs> in any massively. But I thought, let's go straight into Manly Feet, Hero, and Dad Joke of the Week. Yep. Then we'll kickstart the show, okay. and then uh, then we'll get into the TVA. So, Manly Feet of the Week, um, well, it's a fortnight, I suppose, since we last spoke. Absolutely. What, my one's obvious. I talked about it for a while in the lead-up. Two weekends ago, I went camping. Took the kids camping. Oh, yeah, yep. you did. Uh, pitched a tent. Yep. So to speak. Mm. Yep. Um, and we, it was good. You know, we, we, um, well, <laughs> after the first night, we did consider that that could be the last night we ever camped uh, <laughs> again in our lives. Um, it feels like a really good time for camping this week. Well, we were very lucky yep. when we think about it. So no, look, the boys were, the boys had a good time. Um, it was a nice uh, environment. Uh, the tent was actually surprisingly easy to put up. Yeah. Where um, did you go? Can you say? Near Port Stephens. Okay. Ingenia Holiday Park. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, and so, so what you're saying is you didn't have any trouble pitching a tent. I had no trouble pitching a tent. That's whatsoever. good to hear. I got it up on the first guy. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. And very little assistance required. Yeah, no, Lindy got involved a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice to have an extra set of hands. That's right. So, it was good fun. Good, Lots of friends. Um, I suppose I'll start with my downers. Um, yeah, that's you're sharing a campsite with not just people you know, but strangers. Oh, I know. Yep. That's the worst. Uh, so, there's lots of noise. And, 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 and you know, news, news flash, tents aren't really solid walls. So, no. you hear everything. Uh-huh. So, when Kobe went to bed... It took him a long time to sleep. He's just hearing every little noise. Every you know, every shadow is exasperated yeah, on top yeah. of the tent. Uh, so it actually looks like a monster. <laughs> In the words of Roy from the IT crowd, people, what a bunch of bastards. What a bunch of bastards. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we get to eventually, like, there's this Korean family. They were having drinks. They were fine, but you, know, you could hear them. And then at I'll two o'clock they were that in the morning, yoga drink. <laughs> they had the yoga drink. <laughs> they didn't, but they, they did make portable karaoke oh, machine. Yeah. And at two a.m., they um, <laughs> everyone finally went to sleep. Yep. And at about half an hour later, Lindy and I both wake up to the sounds of what Lindy said in the middle of the night. She goes, "Is that a zombie toad?" Turns out that's the sound of a koala when they're looking for a mate. Oh, koala! Yes, yeah, yeah. The yeah. terrifying yes. sound. Then uh, so I, I tried that in a nightclub once. It, it didn't, didn't work. work. <laughs> so then I, then I, you know, we went to sleep. Woke up at the crack of dawn because I fully believe that there's a kookaburra that's trying to go into the center of the campground and make the loudest call yep. ever. Yeah. So we assumed that like we were done. We were gonna maybe even drive back to Sydney. No, what we did was that night we moved our tent up into an area which was much more secluded and we actually had a really nice nice night's sleep nice. um nice. so it was fantastic first time i've ever slept on side of a caravan park site okay interesting mix of people <laughs> yeah you know um but overall a good exp- a good experience and would do again in the right circumstances yeah see uh, questions i don't have a lot of experience with korean people but when the campsite was all set up, did any time anyone showed up, they all just cheered and yelled hello? Like when you go to a Korean restaurant? I like to think that they did. You, know, you pull into the car back of the, Anyang! They all start cheering, bringing you out pickles. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Don't they say that about a lot of Japanese restaurants are actually Koreans? Yeah, know? that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you're not even <laughs> you're Japanese. Not even Japanese, yeah. These guys were probably Japanese pretending to be oh, Koreans. Wow. Yeah. Just flip it. So no uh so yeah, did it. We got out um and would do it again. Yeah. And I also did it with a bunch of friends of ours who got cabins instead. Oh, they so like, Yeah, so they're like in the cabins and we're like, no, we're with the crew who camp. You know, mm. we're Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Good yeah man. I mean that's a jealous tone if I've ever heard of it. <laughs> and I was going to ask you, how many times did you glance longingly at the cabins with their solid walls, we queen size beds? We tried to get into a cabin and... on the Saturday. Of course you did. We used their electricity to recharge our yep. phone, phone charger. TV aerial coming yes. in the window. Sat on, their, yep. sat on their porch eating our breakfast. 100%. Um, I used their toilet once. Yep. Their yeah, Netflix we... subscription. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> their masseuse. Oh. Uh, That's so, pretty manly. That's pretty good. Well, before we hear about how, what you did to your house during this period, uh, Phil. My manly feat of the fortnight. Um, I was racking my brain. I was racking my brain. I'm like, fucking nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I can understand well, that. That's been a pretty wet That's Why nothing? Oh, okay. Why have I done nothing? It's because I've been hustling. Which oh, is inherently you have been hustling. And I've been yeah, fucking hustling, hustling hard. Right? Yeah. Pulling in work everywhere, getting yeah. after it. And so I've just been too busy hustling to do anything particularly to, to wield a hammer in a traditional masculine way, but I'm getting after it. So you're just you're just saying it because you're going after the money. Oh yeah. You're just a man. Yeah. You're you're the wolf of Wall Street, if you will. Yeah, I'm like the the wolf of a really, really uh, small wall. Wall Street that's just trying to pay the rent. <laughs> you're, you're, the, you're, the, you're the wolf of please, someone employ me. Yeah, 100%. I'm begging you, just give me some money for my services. Yeah. Hustle's the hustle, I reckon. Yeah. The, wolf I of, like the wolf of SMEs at the time of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> the, the wolf of startups. Barely getting by. Startup apps and, um, and joint ventures. 100%. <laughs> but across all of this, lots of client bookings rolling in for my core business. Tantra stuff's coming together, briefed in the technology team last couple of days, waiting for the quotes to come back, moving over to here, interviewed for the gig I was telling you boys yeah. about before, um, as well as a bit of contract work on a travel itinerary planner. So it's all fucking 
pretty and good. And I mean, I, I guess I'll give them the bad news now. Unfortunately, there was no investment that came from your call out from I last know. episode. Anonymous did did appreciate the oh, yeah. uh, the last second oh, call out for yep. sponsorship. Yep. But once again, if you do have a spare hundred, two hundred thousand dollars lying about, or know someone who does, or know someone who does, yeah. uh, I can't recommend enough. Our friend Phil and our finders big, and our finders. Well, yeah. that's between Phil and I. He doesn't need to. Phil and you. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> he's already cut you out, Adzo. Uh, Adzo. <laughs> All right. So this might not sound very manly, but at the same time. I bet most men can relate. I had one of those days yesterday. I'd spent the day with my daughter, which I love, don't get me wrong. But she's currently going through a bit of a feral stage. She's not sleeping well. She's really clingy. She's really moody. Anyway, we had a ton of stuff to get through. It was bucketing down with rain. She wants to go outside. You can't go outside. Anyway, it got to about six o'clock. I realized I hadn't even had so much as a glass of water all day because you're just on your feet. My wife had just gotten home. I mean, he had six beers. Yeah, no sure. yeah I know. <laughs> My wife yeah. had just gotten home. Yeah, it's raining out. outside. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm going to go take the dog for a walk. And my wife was like, it's, it's really coming down. So I'm going to go take the dog for a walk. Nice. And I walked old Barty up to the oval near my place. I didn't take my phone. I didn't take my headphones. Nothing. I just stood out there as the rain projected this this comforting buzz of white noise on the hood of my rain jacket and I watched the dog chase ducks from puddle to puddle for 15 minutes and just zoned out into this almost meditative state. It just gave me those few minutes to breathe, collect myself and then go back and you know start doing the family thing again, get the dinner on, start playing with Millie again. And I just think that was, it was like, you know when you have a really hellish day at work and you get in the car and you're driving home and there's traffic but you don't even turn the radio on? You just sit there in silence and just can't handle any more stimulation. That was like it for me. But that 15 minutes out in the rain, it just, it fixed me right up. And I reckon most men have been there. Fair enough. Uh, so your manliness was just going out in the rain. Feeling like a bit of a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> Standing out in the park in the rain watching a dog chase ducks. Were you looking at business cards and wondering what type of paper it was, it was printed on? <laughs> I, mean, I had a phone book I was opening at random and sticking my finger on it <laughs> you're you're next I mean I, I feel like you're mocking him but there's I have two, to I've got it's my job I know but I've got two pieces of commentary on this okay go the first one is I actually think this is the first manly feat that was literally outside of his house <laughs> and it involved him leaving his house so, yes. so he's expanding yes he is the second thing is that in the energetic philosophy of the universe the feminine energy is the endless unlimited flow of the universe and the masculine's discernment structure and stillness mm. that observes it and so by going out for 15 minutes and sitting in stillness and observing the universe, he was as manly as it gets. Wow. So you're saying I have a masculine energy? 100%. I will tell my father he is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Azzo. Well played. All right. Well, let's start the show, Phil. <laughs> From the fat team to you, this, this is, is the, the Pre-Man, Pre-Man Podcast. Podcast. Strap in, gentlemen. I'm still on a, a bit of a spiritual high from that last uh, dialogue between you two. I know. Yeah. yeah. I kind of got lost along the way there, I'll be honest with you. Right, I yeah. couldn't keep up. We all got there. I didn't get there. No, you didn't. No. I'm still... <laughs> That's all right. You'll have a chance to re-listen to it when you both edit and then listen to this I know, podcast. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I, that, I, that's why I've stopped the... By Wednesday the... afternoon, if you wouldn't mind. I like to listen on the way home from work. What day is it today? Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Oh. Well, if we finish this up, I'll do it tonight, Braj. You won't. 
I probably won't. Yeah. Um, I mean, he never does. <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> hero this... <laughs> of the week. I, you know, I should be hero of the week for all the editing that I do. This was um, your idea, bro. And you've just had <laughs> and you've just had two weeks off from editing, so yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Moving right along. All right, moving right along. <laughs> hero of the week. Who have you got, mate? Start us off. You want me to start? Yeah, why not? All right, Alex Williamson. Okay. Do you know who he is? Central Coast Mariners. Uh, no, that's Wilkinson. No, that's Wilkinson. Yeah. Okay. Carry on. I was going to say I thought it was the guy from the Mariners, but then you corrected me. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. Um, all right, Alex Williamson. I think he might be a comedian, maybe. Anyway, I'm glad you did some research on this hero of the world. No, I don't. I, 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 you know, I actually don't actually give a crap who Alex Williamson is, but I can Good tell start. you this. He wants Aussies to embrace masturbation as he's backed a new campaign which turns orgasms into activism. Wow. So, okay. Okay. what I'm he's listening. essentially trying to do I'm is break down the, the stigma that surrounds masturbation and raise awareness about the mental and physical benefits of masturbation. This, you know, this is right up your alley, Phil. Yeah, it is so, Phil. You're a prof- professional masturbator. Absolutely. Uh, or you show people how to masturbate professionally. At least some kind of wanker. I mean, all of those things. Uh, <laughs> I know it's true. Our friends those... always saying that Phil guy sounds like a bit of a one. <laughs> That's right. That. I mean, all of these things are partially true, but I'm more than just that. <laughs> so this is what this guy is doing. So on April, what is it? Sorry, I just lost my note here. On April something, April nine, I think it might be. Yeah, I think it was April nine. He is trying to organise the world's largest um, group masturbation session. So you can participate in this Whole of Earth Circle Jerk Yeah, pretty much Just yeah. like when Fatty Vorden tried to do the world's biggest barbecue Yeah, pretty except much Just as many sausages this time around <laughs> And then yeah. significantly more semen Yeah <laughs> That's exactly right Or significantly less semen, I think So right. I think we probably need to be a part of this, guys uh, I'm really? call- Yeah Okay What do you reckon? I, I never need an invitation to <laughs> Fine. Game on. Um, I mean, it's a lot harder it's called, now when I'm working from home anymore. But <laughs> the, the, it's called the campaign is called One Big Wank, um, <laughs> and it's um, yeah, and then I think it does some serious things. But I mean, I'm more of a cultivation of sexual energy guy. But why not you know, nominate someone you know to be crowned Australia's biggest wanker? Go yeah. for it yourself. Um, look, I'll uh, we'll share it on our on our socials. Yeah, on our tweets. Um, I think it does something for raising, you know. You know, maybe prostate cancer it's usually awareness, prostate that kind cancer. of stuff or it could be awareness um, about that guy that jerked off on a desk in parliament this week <laughs> probably uh, is probably not the best time to launch <laughs> your campaign mate shit uh, this whole this whole podcast is... anyway Alex <laughs> Williamson probably not the best time to make somebody of that nature the hero of the week but <laughs> that person I've already written my blurb <laughs> <laughs> that person unlike the staffer is clearly trying to uplift people's lives so Alex Williamson you're my nomination this week nice um uh, Sure, I'll go. All right. Okay, this hero, and I, I know I've done it before, and you don't like my collective heroes, yeah, but this go. one goes out I to the 5,300 members of Westminster West Minster District in the UK. Now, it turns out back in 2015, the owners of the Carlton Tavern wanted to knock down this beautiful 100-year-old pub and turn it into a block of flats. They were initially denied the DA, and in fact, the pub was scheduled to be heritage-listed Later that year Well two days before the listing went through The owners figured Well it's not listed right now Let's just knock it down We'll apologise later Pay the fine And build our block of flats Make some money Well the 5300 heroes I previously mentioned Fought against this And in a rare case of justice served 
the owners were forced to rebuild the pub brick by brick to its initial specifications. In fact, when rumour got around that the pub was going to be sneakily knocked down, heritage experts popped in, photoed the whole place, took like plaster casts of all the tiles, everything. And when the judgement ordered, the would-be developers have gone ahead, rebuilt the place, and should lockdown ever lift in the UK, I'm sure it would be a lovely place to get a lager. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> poor bastards. Wow, okay. So, so your story had 5,300 members erecting something. <laughs> and your story had how many? One member. Oh, only something. one member? Yeah. Well, well he's weird. trying to... He's trying to get millions, though. He's trying oh, to get I don't know about me pitching the tent. Oh, just you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, yeah, this whole episode, by the way, most of this thing comes back to a penis <laughs> yeah, analogy, well, right? Welcome, welcome to the dick joke extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> I won't share this one onto my mum. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's noble. I just you just hear about it all the time when like they've someone's knocked down some beautiful old place and then built some flats and oh yeah, you have to pay twenty grand fine and then they go on to make their twenty million dollars in in real estate. But not this time. Wasn't, yeah, they fought and they won. Wasn't Fix there a it. Family Guy episode where the bar drop knocks down I and they so. all build the bar up again? So yeah, yeah fa- Family Guy's done this already. Oh, okay. F- Funny you actually mentioned that today because we you know we actually haven't even mentioned today about the about the storms yet this week, but I. When, I, when the rain was coming down on Saturday, this old geezer walked past our place. Yeah. And he just he said to me, oh, how's your sump pump going or something like uh, that? And yeah. they said, what? what? And they talked about these pumps down here at the you know at our sunken garage. Yeah. Because, you know, when they... I've been living here for 50 years and when they put these pipes, they wanted to build 12 units. Oh, I objected. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I said, you not only know that, you've got to put in a sump pump here to get rid of the water. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, really having a go at me. I, I just, I it just sounds a bit here. like your guardian angel. Like if this was a Disney movie, he'd go around the corner and then disappear. <laughs> <laughs> well, amazingly, he, he mentioned that in the first time I ever heard the alarm go off for this pump. But then I said to him, just up here, they're trying to put in 12 apartments. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh yeah, you better believe I objected to that. <laughs> so this guy is the... He's a serial yeah. pest is what he is. And once this again, is... we come back to the subject of pumping it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, 53 Brits. Full circles so many times. So we've got 53 Brits a trying to cocks. erect something. we got, you know, yeah. one guy trying to erect 53 cocks. That's right. Phil, what have you got? you got somebody in your building pumping it. Yeah. And yeah. me, well, I, you know, I like to keep up with... Modern times. This had better be a dick joke, mate. We're on a theme We're here. We're on a theme. 100%. It'll come to it. Yeah, it'll come well. to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my hero of the week is Dave Chappelle. Oh. Oh, yeah? Love not, him. Not because of anything in particular going on right now, but because Netflix has recently put on the original Chappelle show. Oh, wow. great. From back in like Wonderful. late 90s, early 2000s. That's great. And I've basically watched it back to back all week in every moment that I haven't been hustling. I it's been hustling time. and it's been Chappelle. And that's it. And half of it has aged terribly. Mm. And the other half is, if anything, even funnier now than it ever was. I, I always, I think my favourite Chappelle skits were always when it was like some recourse of history. Oh, and he oh, always yeah. plays like some yep. character from, you know, yep. plays himself. Well, basically, Dave yep. Chappelle plays himself. He's yep. usually a crack addict uh, <laughs> in every skit that he does. And, uh, but, you know, he usually plays some Tyrone! Bull- <laughs> just plays some bullshit. I am going to watch that after you guys leave, or we can even watch a, an episode after we record. So let's it's... wrap up this pod, because I love my Dave Chappelle. Oh, man. The, oh, honestly, the Chappelle. iconic skit, skits of, like, the blind black-white supremacists. Yes, exa- exactly. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. R. Kelly's I'm Gonna Piss On You video. <laughs> Amazing. Samuel Jackson beer. It'll get you drunk! <laughs> <laughs> Just screaming at Bill Burr back in the time when Bill Burr still had hair. Still had hair, yeah. Amazing. So who's your hero? Dave Chappelle on Netflix. Dave, ooh. Yeah. 
Oh. Not Dave Chappelle didn't. You know, I always end up giving it to some weird thing like a company, and I was trying not to do that this time, but... Yes, Netflix. Oh, don't worry. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be like Danny DeVito in five or ten minutes anyway. Someone will mention him. <laughs> that is true. That I like is true. I always love Yes, it. my hero of the week is Netflix. This is a giggle thing. <laughs> Netflix, gentlemen. What? what? <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> and as a side note, um, I think there is at least 50 masturbation jokes in Chappelle's show. So oh, it tracks. No, that's good. It that's tracks. Good. I like um, it. I'm finding it hard to pick one from this. The mad real world. <sighs> <sighs> Let's leave it up in the air. All right. Let's see if someone comes to the fold. And yeah, if not, yeah. by the chappy asks, and we've got a chappy ask. Okay, today. that's good. So yeah. you're neutral, and you're neutral, and I picked mine, so it's fine. <laughs> so far. So, okay. <laughs> Netflix, Dave Chappelle. Uh, all right. Dad joke of the week. I kept on in theme, as I always do. I try to with my jokes. Uh, if I was addicted to masturbation and then became addicted to sex, would it be safe to say that my addiction got out of hand? Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. You like that? Nice. That's okay. Yeah, that's solid. No, no it's good, I mean, actually, because I've got a mildly dickish joke for my dad joke of the week. We're so, so on form right now, Adam and I. I mean, it's tight, man. Tight. Definitely. Yeah, this guy, Adam. Definitely. We should have a podcast. Yeah. Tradad's man <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. You were I mean, saying definitely that? not a joke you'd say to your young son, but anyway. <laughs> All right. Talk about penises. Go. All right. So there's this brothel down in Rockdale I've heard about. <laughs> <laughs> just heard about but it was in the paper because they have this they have this new pitch I guess you'd call it and you know with all the me too's and the allegations and so forth men are really worried that something as innocent as a trip to the local brothel will come back and haunt them one day when they want to get into politics or play for the roosters so this place <laughs> only employs visually impaired women so like they can't recognise you and I mean I mean to start it you've really got to hand it to blind prostitutes but that's not even the joke the real story is that I actually dated a girl who was vision impaired back when I was in high school. We didn't get too serious, but uh, yeah, it got a little handsy from time to time. Anyway, to let you fellas in on a little bit more than you probably want to know, she said I was the biggest she'd ever touched. Yep, made me feel pretty special. Of course, she might have been pulling my leg. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes! Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, God. I mean, prostitute, blind prostitute. Um, I mean, generally, I'm I'm quite oh, irritated. Yeah, tangent there. I'm, but, I'm quite irritated about Adam's strategy of boring us. And that's why I the st- snuck a joke in halfway through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that. I appreciated that. Yeah. I also just the end point was worth it. There was good payoff. <laughs> there was good payoff. And of course, I obviously missed the memo entirely, so I've got nothing on point. <laughs> Brown and sticky. Um, <laughs> what, what's Brown and sticky? <laughs> no, I. Uh, I begged my dad to explain to me what an eclipse was. Mm. But he said, no, son. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I it's to the point. <laughs> I hope he wins. <laughs> yes. Well done. I'll take it. I like I that. Agonized over my joke. Yours was great. <laughs> but that was just, that was, that was one of Phil's finest. It was a classic. Film. Yeah. It was a classic Phil joke. Love it. <laughs> That's good. I love the uh, bitterness in his voice. It's like, yeah, I, I, I loved it. Just give me another chip. Yeah. I've got this funny son Fuck joke as well. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's don't do on. it, Tristan. No, we're not. We're not. Let's move on to the... Uh, you remember when Anonymous <laughs> said his son was going to... going to vote on them. Yeah. Yeah, maybe this week. Yeah. <laughs> that Anonymous is a real piece of shit, huh? Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's move on to the TBA wrap. It's been a wet week here in uh, Sydney Town. It certainly has. And um, can I just dive right in? Because mine relates specifically to that. Uh, well, let's have a break first. 
Sure, why not? And I'm going to keep this in there so everyone can see how an idiot you are. Uh, yeah, so with the New South Wales flooding in high form this last week, it has actually led to plagues of spiders looking for a bit of dry land, and that, that's usually your house. That was one of the most terrifying photos I've ever seen. I've got the photo here in case you yeah. haven't seen what it. What happened? This is out of The Guardian this week. Yeah. Check that out. That's Holy all these spiders shit. coming to your place. Holy People shit. in northern and western New South Wales that are getting hardest hit by floods have reported thousands of spiders as well as small lizards and other creepy crawlies converging on their house as floodwaters rise. To the point where some properties, every railing, wall, windowsill, tree and piece of furniture was literally crawling with these normally ground-dwelling spiders have now come inside looking for a place to chill until all this water nonsense has passed. Phil, you're the big spider killer of the group. (laughs) What would you do if you came home? To a wet front yard and twenty or thirty thousand spiders filling your home like some kind of satanic pinata. I would burn it down and start again. <laughs> Did you see I this would, photo? I've seen it. It's ridiculous. Oh. I would burn it down and start again. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. Look, what's that? Is that like a frog or something? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's just, just dead frog. It's just giving spiders up. ate him. Yeah, Holy see that dead frog? That's basically what I would do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is terrifying. Yeah, you just you just shit yourself to death, wouldn't you? Because you know where you know yeah. the Freedmans. Of the Freedman, but the Freedman's here. We're friends of the spiders. You can see we keep some webs up and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, a couple of because we like the spiders keep the mosquitoes and, and the flies and stuff away. Mm-hmm. And you know they, they they we've got a deal. They stick in their corners. We stick in out stick in ours. Well, I just assumed you lived in a haunted house, but okay. It's a little haunted. <laughs> it's a little haunted. There's um, ectoplasm everywhere sometimes. I, I noticed the ectoplasm <laughs> in the bathroom. Oh, I thought ectoplasm was green, not white. Anyway, um, moving right along. That's uh, terrifying, dude. Isn't it, though? Terrifying. Uh, anyway, I, I encourage anyone to... Yeah, maybe we'll try and post that up on Look our at, socials. Yeah, I'll stick it up on the Twitter. Socials. On my, yeah. on my socials. Yeah. The link to The Guardian. But uh, yeah, incredible photo and terrifying story. Uh, so it has been a very wet... Yeah, just, just on a more serious note, it's been a fucking crazy week. Yeah. Um, my... <laughs> Funnily enough, we were at friends on Saturday who lived just around the corner... And um, they, they're not Jewish and they're, they, the kids go to a, I don't know why I said they're not Jewish because that's irrelevant. Their kids go to <laughs> not a Catholic school. Not to you apparently. Not to me. <laughs> no, their, kid, they, they, their kids go to a Catholic school and so they've been, no, there's like the religious classes. Yeah. And the daughter was actually kept asking, is this the flood, at the Noah's flood? Is this the Noah's flood? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I have to like keep saying, you know, might be no. kid, might be. <laughs> I couldn't. She was really. She actually had tears in her eyes. She's actually yeah. really scared at parts, you know. So it, it was insane. I was helping them because their garage was flooding, yeah. and I was helping them clear all this stuff out. Yeah. Um, but man, it was crazy, huh? Yeah, it's been really, really bad. And we didn't really mention at the beginning of the card, but it has inspired our feature segment of the week, which is we don't really know what it is. It's kind of. Well, how would you explain it? Wet things? Something I came up with last night. <laughs> it's, it's like wet, th- wet, wet, se- wet scenes in, in movies that have you know made an impact on you. That yeah. really and we didn't out. even realise that it was in play with the theme of the week. No, don't, because you're thinking of not, wet. Not those wet movies, dreams. bro. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, but just anything weather related that's really uh, caught your eye in a movie... I mean, I feel like I'm just show. pointing out the obvious, no, but I'm I getting you were going I'm down getting, like the female side. Of I'm it. getting fucking uh, high. No, it's <laughs> wet dreams. Jesus. <laughs> okay, I'm talking about masturbation, Tristan. Stop fucking high roading me. Oh, 
<laughs> my boss at work asked me, hey, how's that podcast going? What's your URL? I just changed the subject. <laughs> it's, best, it's best they never know. Um, yeah, politics has also gone crazy, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, you, know, I don't, you know what? Uh, the theme at the moment right now, we're having good fun. Let's not, let's not get into... Unless you want to get... Are you getting serious in the news? Nah. All right, good. So I'll go into my news piece. And before you do, I just want to ask a question that wasn't received well next last time, so let's do it again. Uh, is would you rather fight a house-sized spider or enough normal-sized spiders to oh, fill yeah. an entire house? That's, that's right. One of Phil's hypotheticals. <laughs> this should be a chappy ass. This is <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> oh, I mean, I Didn't definitely... We did this when you were drunk. Didn't we really? Yeah, I think we did this in the drunk episode. Yeah, just oh, wow. channel just channel in. It was a different... <laughs> was that, was, was, different was that the White Claw episode? Maybe. Yeah. What, was the, what, what, was the, what was the question then? Okay, one house-sized spider? Yeah. Or individual spiders that make up the density of a house. No, so basically hundreds of thousands. House of spiders. side spider. House side what? spider. Hundred percent. It could bite you. Have you not seen it? It could bite you in two and steal your soul. I would much rather a billion <laughs> spiders that I could approach with oh, and a then can of mortine no. and a cigarette lighter. Have you not seen like the mummy where all the little creatures go Beatles over? Beetles are different. No, but it could be spiders. Yeah. The rats in Indiana Jones. Yeah, you know what? While the those spiders are crawling up your arm, they're not snapping you in half with his mighty fangs. I'd probably rather be snapped in half and have a spider up my clacker. Yeah, well... Your pants on now. That's an easy one. You know, you could take on a house load of spiders wearing a simple beekeeper's costume. You couldn't do that with a some twenty-ton gigantic spider Goliath. I know, I'm just wait up to yourself, he, Tristan. He, Jesus Christ! He presents a pretty decent argument. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that can be warded off with a beekeeping <laughs> suit. <laughs> meanwhile, Mr. and a good spray of Aragard. And meanwhile, Mister Friend of the Spiders here. Why don't you just go skipping through the fucking fields with them, Tristan? <laughs> I think your question should have been to stay in line with the theme of the pod. Should have been: Would you rather fuck a house like <laughs> or would you rather fuck a house full of spiders? <laughs> No, you, you run into a house-sized spider, <laughs> you're already fucked, my friend. <laughs> oh, um, in other news, um, <laughs> deadly mean, earthquake I mean, in I'm Guatemala. Gonna, I mean, I'm going to ask the question, <laughs> is the house-sized spider wearing some sexy lingerie? <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the elephant in the room. All right. Does it shop at Honey Burnett? <laughs> okay. Speaking of Mario Kart, which we were yeah, like we were 20 a little minutes bit, ago. Yeah. Um, on, you know that it was Mario Day. Yeah, March, March 10. 10. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, a long time ago. Yeah, but we missed Topical. a pod, right? Topical. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So, <laughs> I wonder what Mario's dick is like. <laughs> right. So, um, how many times do you reckon he faps a day? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll tell you what, Peach or, um, what's the other one? Daisy. Daisy, mm. yeah. I'm Maybe. more of a Bowsette man. <laughs> Toadette. Jesus Christ, we, we haven't had any for a long time, huh? Right. <laughs> so, the Hot Wheels <laughs> leaked a partnership with Nintendo. Yeah? They just, just let they, a little out early, did they? They, <laughs> they let a little out early. They, they Would pre- you say they came out prematurely? <laughs> they pre-jacked. Watch out, because that can be potent sometimes. <laughs> they pre-jacked their new Mario Kart-themed racetracks. Oh, yeah. So, they... Released the Rainbow Road. Strap oh, wow. And it was like, so, I think apparently initial sales was like there was a bunch of ones that went on sale early and everyone just bought like these couple that were on sale. Yeah. Now they're already being resold, but apparently they're bringing out a whole stack of them. Yeah. And apparently they're releasing like a whole bunch of different like courses based on some of the more famous tracks in Mario Kart. 
So but didn't didn't the Switch Mario Kart do exactly that? Or do you mean real life? No, this is like an actual plastic. Oh, like really? The Hot Wheels. You tracks. actually Hot Wheel tracks. Oh, I missed yeah. the Hot Wheels bit. Yes. Okay. So it's actual tracks that are based on the so in, you know physical games with the cars. You themselves. wouldn't want to get like Luigi Raceway, you know, like one one. No, you, on you mushroom cup no, just you, a circle. You definitely wouldn't. <laughs> But well, I mean, we could, should probably do our own a separate podcast on our favorite Mario Kart tracks of all time. But I mean, absolutely. In thinking about which tracks would make awesome Hot Wheels car, car tracks, Cooper Trooper Beach, water included. Yeah, nice. and you got to yeah. still make the jump through the mountain. For yeah, the yeah, yeah, yep. very cool. Love it. Um, I think maybe Wario Stadiums are yeah. always great. Always a classic. Bumpy up Royal and down. Raceway with a nice big jump. Royal Raceway is a classic. Ideally an actual parachute. And uh, Toad's, Toad's Toad Pike. Turd... Uh, <laughs> we always called it Turd's, 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 Turd's Turd Pike. Turd's, Turd's Turnpike. Yep. Yep. With like 50 other races on the track with you. So Hot Wheels, if you're listening, that's our suggestion. Keep keep pumping them out. And if any of these turn up, we will be snowing you. <laughs> and honestly, it it's... It's just a relief to me to see that across the Lego partnership and all the different things that Nintendo's now doing, yeah. that they're milking their IP like that guy wants us to milk our dicks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last one. That's the last one. Phil, come on. What did you stink your dick into <laughs> this week? What was my news of the week? <laughs> and so I'm looking around at um, the cultural disaster... The uh, the flooding disaster and disaster everywhere, I decided to simply zero in on a good piece of news. Good. Vinyl sales are set for an Australian record, huh? up 30%, surpassing CD sales for the first time, and record highs of vinyl sales in all time, including when they were at the height. Right. Okay. Why? Because <clears throat> people... Collectors? Or people collectors trying to be Collectors and people love of retro. Yeah, I see basically. it. So, um, beautiful, beautiful interview with uh, Peter Peter Thiel, uh, the owner of Hum in Newtown, basically saying oh, yeah. that vinyl is what saved their business. Wow. Because there's a whole bunch of people who are into the retro. So, uh, you know, everybody's out there buying fucking Bitcoin, this new NFTs thing, yeah. whatever the fuck that is. We should get your friend on to explain what the fuck that is because I'd like tokens, to know what it is. Um, who's the one uh, that knows crypto? Mike. Yeah, get Mike in to yeah. tell us what the fucking NFT is so right. we don't he miss that boat. not fight anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's somewhere between Beanie Babies and a Ponzi scheme. I've already looked into it. Yeah. Got it. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, uh, well, that's good. I like both of those things. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, ret- retro, the love of vinyl, I has now of... outstripped how many people, and obviously there's much bigger population, but they're selling more vinyl now than they were at the peak of vinyl back in the 80s. I always <laughs> think of High Fidelity. Yeah, Great movie. Yep. Such a good movie. Yeah. Yep. Still, I but I I actually went through my record phase, my LP phase in about my mid to late twenties. I had the record player. I had like the complete Beatles that I'd inherited inherited from my parents. They passed mm-hmm. them on to me when they heard I had a, a record player. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you something kind of special about sitting down to a dinner party and putting on like Sgt. Pepper's. Yeah. On the record player. However, 25 minutes later, when the record finishes and you 100%. haven't actually finished your starters yet, yep. and you have to get up and then turn it over to side B and yep. listen to that for 20 minutes and then go find, you know, Abbey Road. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pain in the ass. Yep. Plug in a, a. It took me very little time to re- work out. I could just plug in a pod. Uh, what do they call back in the day? A pod. Apple iPod. Pod. iPod. iPod. Oh, yeah. Remember them? An MP3 player. An MP3 player. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Plug that into my stereo and have music all night. God. You know, well, either that or Winamp. 
you think about that, really like the new generations the now, the new generations now wouldn't even know what MP3 players are. No, they they'd just be like, what do you mean it's just on your phone? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. When I think about yeah. my trip through Europe in 2005, I existed on yeah. my um, MP3 player. Yep. Existed on, on my it. laptop with Winamp. Yeah. Yeah. Rocking the llama. That's out. how you got your songs. 100%. Ugh. Well. Yeah. And the interesting thing that I find about this renaissance of records is, as far as I've observed, it seems to be driven by the millennial generation. Okay. So my ex-partner was super into them. Of course it is. She would make a whole ritual out of it. She'd really make mm. a good thing. She'd plug her headphones into it or play it from directly from the record player and really sink herself into the music. But then she would be talking about that to my mother, who grew up in the age <laughs> of records, and yeah. she's like, what the fuck are you doing? You have to turn the thing over every 25 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I've got this thing now that has all the music ever created in it. And this you can just all... speak to it. She's sitting there going, this is all I ever wanted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why would you be going back yep. to this shitty technology that we used when it was all we had? So it's interesting just to see. I, yeah. I kind of see both sides. And I, I think it's great. Generations, you know, mocking other generations. That's, that's, that's the point of being in a generation. Is to talk about our, our generation does everything right. Yeah. Which um, is why in this reality we choose to be separate said, so we can judge others. That being said, <laughs> on my drive back from Port Stephens this week, my business partner and I, it was the quickest drive ever that I've ever done on, on a distance like that because we decided as soon as we left, we dropped off our colleagues at Newcastle Airport. Yep. And as soon as we left, we decided we were going one-for-one one songs on Spotify. And he has a Skoda, which has... A Kick ass Canton stereo sound system. Yeah. And we were pumping tunes non stop from Newcastle Airport to the time he dropped me off at this house. And my God, that sound quality was electric. Yeah. And that drive was one of the funnest drives I've done in a very long time. And we kept our um, playlist on Spotify. So oh, did you? Drive. That's great. So, yeah. uh, you know. You can go and all of you, this is this is the best one. Like, yeah, can't do that on a drive between Newcastle and Randwick, can you? Keep, record keeps skipping. Yeah, record keeps skipping. <laughs> Remember CD plays? You have to like plug it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I think that's enough about vinyls. Um, I thought this was kind of cool. Uh, there's a new doctor called Doctor Spot. Then he saw this. It's a robotic dog that they've created. The MIT researchers created, and it essentially has a. It's kind of the remember the surrogate in Arrested Development, yeah, yeah, where he's got the camera and the and the and the video screen. It's kind of like this: this little dog, uh, robotic it's dog, a robotic dog. Yeah, look at that. Oh my Walks God. around, pivot it around, gives and it can administer. Um, it can administer oh. things. So in the time of COVID, it actually keeps the physician away there's, from. There's an episode of Black Mirror with those things that chase and kill people. Yeah, these little that, they're the they're the Boston Dynamics dogs, right? Oh, oh absolutely. They're, they're terrifying. Oh, yeah, they're gonna kill. No, I was going to say, I recognise that. Yeah. It's Skynet. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Skynet is here. Yeah, it's got many forms, but that's one of them. I think every it's week... definitely fucking one of I them. I think every second week we generally say Skynet is here. Yeah. Skynet is here, though. Well, it, it took here. the form in the social media. Robotic yeah. dog. Now the form in robotic dogs. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, but I would just think... If I was Skynet, I'm not going to announce myself really clearly as one no, thing. But you... I'm going to propagate into multiple things and then yeah. destroy you all at once. You all give right. some bad medical advice... Guys, can you just pause for a second? Because I was thinking of investing in Netflix and I can find all the facts I need. Just I wish you'd just that. put your research in a Word document like the rest <laughs> of us rather than browsing the Daily Mail. Wait a second. Hang on. I was an Australian born between 1957 and 1980 and I could save money on insurance. Okay. Okay. Is that the TBA wrap? So uh, you, have you if, got any more? If no, you just want to go down one. that oh. click hole in the break, that'd be great. I will. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I, uh, Speaking of which, also Skynet. <laughs> That's true. Like that. Um, it's clickbait. Yeah, it's, yeah. De- it's, it's, it's delivering advertising. It's delivering a idiocracy. It's got me. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be watering the plants with Brondo in no time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? Let's not do sports down. Let's do beer first. And then yeah, like it. I'm really thirsty. Yeah. Strap in. Feel surprise for us. Just before we start with hold my beer, are yeah. we are we drawing a line under the masturbation jokes now? Is that? Well, if they if they if they come into play, then so if they come, don't play. You just don't have to force them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your fourth one for the day. Do you want this to be on the record? Or we'll bleep this out. Yeah, Um, (laughs) you don't need you don't need to bleep this. Let them behind the curtain. You said you like them behind the curtain. So. Hold my beer. You'll notice there's no drinks out. I'm not, well, I'm you not are. Well, you, you gave us a great northern each, so thanks, I guess. So and actually, I came that, up, that went down like it was fantastic. You know why? Because I brought some beer chips, and they go together like peas and carrots. Yeah, we said that, didn't we? Yeah, we yeah. did. They do. Basic so, beer and chips, man. Best thing in the world. I decided to do something different. I told my wife to pick up beers for us. Wow. I didn't even know what she got. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I like it. And she's put something. I said, "Can you just go find something that interests you?" Yeah. Yep. Maybe speak to the bar, to the to the bottle o. Yeah. Yep. And it's sitting in our fridge now. So I'm going to go get it. Great. And bring it back. So it's a mystery to you. This is as a mystery. Well. To, she brought it while she she came she came home. Okay. Yep. I'm going to go ninety five percent. It's a kombucha beer again. I hope so. <laughs> <It's> so good. <laughs> you really liked it. All right. No, she listens to the pod, so she knows what we've uh, she knows what we've drunk. Okay, and then she was actually said she was going to send me some notes on this thing, so I'll check that as as well and, and what her thought process. Mate, I'm was. excited to see what she has got for so, us. So pause. We'll come right back. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Oh. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Just put them there. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I mean honestly, you know this beer is going to be <laughs> terrible. Lee wouldn't understand how to pick a beer from a thumb up her ass. And honestly, what a lazy cunt. He's outsourced even... Even getting the beer. There's one thing. He forces us to turn up to this stupid podcast almost every week. He's got a fucking fortnight to look at this. Disgusting. he just outsources it. Yeah, yeah. And who's he fooling with this new business venture? It's not going to snap and take off. He could be focusing on this and only this. Never mind. Hey, man. Hey, Tristan. Hey, guys. What's happening? Good. Oh, it looks like broccoli. It's a four-piece, so... It's in an opaque green bag. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Yeah, I didn't know you could buy beer at Harris Farm. <laughs> Turns out you can. Just kombucha beer. <laughs> Alright, welcome back to Hold My Beer. This is Lindy's surprise beer. Shall we unveil? Yeah, let's do yeah. it. What has she got us? Does that mean she's sponsored our show? No. I think she kind of has. It's your money. Oh. Well, our money. Is she sponsored for What do you got? She looks like she's done quite good here. 1.7. Oh, seven. Seven. I see. I see filter. She apparently, she wants us all to stay over. Wow. <laughs> Not filter. Beer farm. Wow. She's done pretty good. That's... Beer farm royal has juicy hazy IPA. I was, I've oh, never Jesus. seen these before. I've never seen that before. No. She, she gets this from another dimension. Juicy Super hazy. impressed. That is incredible. I so bad about all that Is shit it? I said while you were I don't know. We were talking so much trash and yet she's gone in with female eyes and she's been able to see what we couldn't see. This is what you want. You want a picture of a pregnant lady with the universal no sign over the top of it on the side of your can. That's how you know you're getting a good that drop. Is, you know it's a good drop. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's the quality. It's got to uh, have decent alcohol content if they're telling pregnant ladies not to do I'm it. I'm going to see if she's uh, she's sent us any uh, some tasting notes from this bad boy, but uh, we're going in blind. No one, None of us have any... I was taking the other one. I'm taking that home. 
Already popped it in his bag. Holy crap! All right, man, you move fast. <laughs> All right, let's crack it open because I guess we've got no. Where we, where's this from? Uh, from the beer farm. From the beer farm. So no tasting in, notes, oh, is it? It's, in West it's established for the. Future. Oh really? Oh West god. Australian. Yeah. Well. See, these that's that's why we couldn't see it because as far as we were concerned, it didn't exist. Metric Cup WA Royal Haze celebrates the hazy IPA style at its best. It's loaded with Citra, El Dorado, and Mosaic hops to bring the to bring out the juicy stone fruit aroma, and is balanced by a light malt base and mild bitterness. It does Best have stone all, fruit aroma. It's Smell. finished at a sensible five point eight percent, which means more haze in your mouth <laughs> and less in the head. Cheers to that! Um, it's yes. a beautiful can, isn't it? It's I mean, a beautiful cheers can. to that. I feel a like they've blue. I feel like they've broken with the new tradition of of craft beers telling some kind of wacky fucking story oh, on the side instead so, of just describing their I'm beer. So sick of that shit. Yeah, oh, it's delightful. They've gone back to to traditions. I like the gold can. Mm-hmm. It looks good. It smells very good, and it, it actually well. tastes pretty, pretty <sighs> bloody good too. Oh, fuck me, that's alright. This is better it? than anything you've brought to the podcast, Tristan. Hundred percent. We have. Um, in no uncertain terms, now defined who the better one in the partnership is. So, Lindy is the new co-host of uh, the Freedman podcast. We're not calling it that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, she's got. She sent me a note here. Oh, here we go. So the beer is from the Spot Cellars, new to the Spot. Hamish served me. Oh, Hamish. I said my beer brief was a beer that would be a good one to review by men on a podcast for men. He recommended the brand Beer Farm from Western Australia. He said the farm uses one sustainable mistake. practices and the cows on the farm eat grass from the paddocks and spent grain from the brewing process. All sounding good so far. The beer I selected is on trend as it's all about the haze, apparently. Hmm. Enjoy. P.S. I just googled Beer Farm. I just bought beer from a farm that has black Angus cattle. Oh. Hmm. Funny. The, one, the ones no. you eat. I've got, one, I've got one question at the end There's of that. The Where's my stack? cows eating. Nice. Right, I mean... But... Tell you what, my wife can pick a good beer. She has picked, well, Absolutely. Hamish has, but she was there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah we shout have out to Hamish. Think, I guess we could call him Hamish, our hero, hero of, of the, the week. week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, what kind of food do you have yeah. with this obviously black Angus steak? It answers um, itself. Clearly, something very steaky. Your girls would have found better beers than these. Why don't, oh. we, why don't we give them a chance? Yeah, I'd right? like to see that. Why AJ don't we will give come and she'll pick like some gin. <laughs> it's the four pillars Shiraz gin I'm like I said beer She's like I, This is what I want This is what I drink I love that Tristan Somehow managed to turn this Into chest beating What kind of beers Would your women get yeah, exactly. <laughs> In fairness uh, Mine would probably Get a gin as well Would she? She's British she might, I might get my Kilkenny's from her well, so, well, She might be able To get Boddington's Maybe She's got a contact On the inside No of the, the we, don't think, we don't think Boddington's is available anymore Maybe not in Walleye Creek, Dan Murphy's, perhaps, but surely I've somewhere. I've not seen it anywhere. Um, well, shout out to the listeners. If you know somewhere we can buy Boddington's Ale, yes. uh, shoot us a message and uh, we'll review it next podcast. And go ahead and buy it for Feel us free and to send us our way as a sponsor. Yeah, absolutely. Now, let's talk, about the, uh, let's talk about the beer. <laughs> Sam, yeah, we haven't actually called out Sam in ages. Yeah, for God's sake, Sam. Speaking of wankers... <laughs> <laughs> No, the beer is is just uh, it's really good, isn't it? Look, uh, it's better than good. I could see myself drinking a bunch of these without getting tired of the flavor in between. Um, and yet, it has a flavor. It's got quite a quite a strong flavor. Mm. It's you know comparing it to the Great Northern, which I do I do love a Great Northern. But comparing it to that, it's got a lot. It's a lot richer. 
a bigger mouth, but I'm not getting overwhelmed by it. It's no. that perfect balance. It has a after you after it goes down, it has a bit of like you think it's going to have this strong. Yeah. Don't make a choke. I'm trying to have a serious moment about this beer. When you drink it, it has this sort of. You think it's going to hit you with a bit of a strong taste afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But it actually, it's just kind of like a subtle ending, so it doesn't feel that heavy. It's yeah. very refreshing. Yeah. You're expecting a big flavour to hit your mouth, and <laughs> I'm speaking, you're quite I'm expecting a, gentle... a big load at the back of my back the back of my throat, no. and it never comes. <laughs> Black Angus beef, huh? <laughs> what, what was that about? Potentially drawing a line in the sand on those jokes. This is oh, great. Oh. Uh, this is a great beer. I've got to just say. Yeah, I'm looking Actually, forward to the other one. Speaking of home. Black Angus beef, <laughs> beef, I'm going to bring in an old dad joke. Oh yeah. What do you call a cow with two legs? A chicken. Lean. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. There no. it is. Dad, dad joke of the week. No, 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 dad. Lean beef. Nah, chicken. <laughs> what do you call a cow with no legs? Oh, okay. It goes on. <laughs> Ground beef. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, chicken was better. Actually, that's quite good, though. Yeah. That's, a, that's a smart joke. It's your favourite. Chicken oh. was much better. Yeah. Oh. Which it never is. But he, so. he improved his. That's why. That's why yeah, I was impressed. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. not usually a funny guy. No, I, I just managed to get that in there. I was, I was impressed. <laughs> You're right. He is the worst. <laughs> I just blacked out. <laughs> um, you think KFC's still open? <laughs> Alright, why don't we um this is a look because we don't none of us have a backstory to this, I think we can we can rate it. Um and let's yeah. uh let's get into our sports down. But yep. um I don't know. I think I'm gonna give it a straight out four. Uh, I just yep. feel like a four is yep. what it deserves. Yeah, three and a half for me. Really? <sighs> yeah. I'm enjoying it, but it's just nothing special. No, really, no, really I, I, I'm actually quite enjoying this. I'm gonna yeah. give it a four as well. I'm finding yeah. the aftertaste just a bit tart for my taste, but like Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to lead us in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What are you talking about? I think you've got... Uh, yeah, I think you're like going, huh. I think you're a bit worried that Joanna's not going to pick the better beer. And uh, I think you're setting herself trying up to, for a You for think a I'm win. trying to uh, fuck, yeah. up, fuck up the ratings curve? Yeah, I thought you could go like, oh, look what she's got. She found Boddington's. Yeah, but if she brings water, he'll give it five because that's, that's his true. rating that's system. That's true. We haven't <laughs> given you your water yet. Yeah. I know. You will. We will. Because <laughs> we've got to get a five under the grading curve. <laughs> but she will bring a Boddington's and you will love it. Do you ever ever hit a five? I'm surprised we haven't already. There's got to be something. Yeah, of course out there. we will. Just have some fucking water. <laughs> I'm not going down the water path. Alright, fine then. Then no, we're not getting a five. Anyway, so four, four, three and a half. Yeah. That's a solid score yeah. for uh, yeah. to hold my beer. Nice work. Well Williams. done, Lindy. Nice work, Hamish. And, Honestly, um, if the eggnog stout wasn't a five, I don't know what it is. You know, I talked about the eggnog stout the other day to someone yeah. uh, who also loved the shit out of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, did they did. add cinnamon sugar like we did? Because that's what turns it into a great drink. It's a great fucking drink once you mm. add that. And if you get it fresh from the tap, I'm sure there was something going on with our can batch, but batch, but anyway. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'd, I'd be happy to try it again on yeah. our uh, first ever Freedman podcast road trip. When inevitably this podcast is making us all millions of dollars, billions. we pop up to the Gold Coast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As long as the borders are open. We'll pop up to the Gold Coast, we'll grab a four pack, and then get on the plane to Vegas. Briz Vegas. You couldn't organise a trip to the freaking Sizzler, the last Sizzler in Sydney. You we get tried. Your shit together. We tried. We absolutely tried. Yeah, yeah. 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 In between podcasts, you're on the phone to me. Hey, man, we're gonna go do that. 
helicopter beer tour Phil was talking about for the we podcast. We are going to do are that. Are you in? Yeah. Yeah, man. We are going to do Front that. Front and centre, I'll be there. <laughs> Fuck off. My wife, who was out of the phone? Nobody. <laughs> Change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to sports. Alright, so kicking off with the NRL, and aren't we all glad sports back? We're back! Like, sports down? We're sports back. is back! Sports is back! It's, it's actually... I love it when the... I'm a... Uh, I like winter. I like I yeah. like the vibe in winter. I like getting in the thick jackets, you know, yeah, when you yeah. have the fires going. Yeah. And the start of the footy season's always like, you know, it's still a bit warm. It's obviously been very wet in the past week, but... You just know we're going to get into those winter months when you have these epic games. Yep. And I think one thing that I love about Melbourne is being there in the yep. middle of winter. Yep. And there is an AFL game on every single day. Oh, and yeah. you can go from Etihad to MCG, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. And the vibe is so good. Yep. There's something nice about having crowds back in football stadiums. Yep. It's happening. We're still the envy of the world. Well, no, they've yeah. got all of that in the US as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because it's over there. That's right. Biden got in. Yes. Yes. Uh, But yes, we are back. So it's a great feeling. Um, And Adzo, are you going to tell us about the results or have you got... No, no, no. I've got got other shit going on. I'd leave it up to you to actually tell us what the results are. (laughs) I don't don't follow any of this shit. Um, So (laughs) now for the real sports news. (laughs) Eels star Clint Gutherson. You might have read about this in the paper. He let us all in on a little unethical pro tip this week. He went to ground after a nasty tackle and created stoppage when it seemed he was struggling to get back on his feet. However, he did finally get back up and then quite clearly popped a wink at some of his teammates. And now they're saying that one, this is a trick to help your tired mates get their breath back when it's late in the game. And two, it's rampant behavior across the entire league. Have you guys ever seen this happening? Or have you ever slowed a match down yourself? To get your breath back or your mate back. Every single soccer match you ever watch or go to happens every single game. I mean... Well, no, and immediately you were talking about the wink. Like, it just goes to that iconic... When, he just when, dropped when, this when big... In, uh? in the Euros, when, when Ronaldo... You, it was either the, the Euros or the World Cup, Ronaldo got Rooney sent off and he just kind of winked at his teammates like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was at the club with Rooney. He knows how to fucking wind him up. Well, we, well we, I mean, we all were there when, you know, that Italian guy took the dive, you know, and in the World Cup. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I what did I say about not re traumatizing people, I'm Tristan? Sorry, Jesus I'm Christ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got to put a trigger warning on that sentence, bro. Um, no, I mean, uh, look. Yeah. It's going to need about 100 years before it's fine. The thing is, sport is actually quite exhausting. That's what a lot of people don't realize. So you're running around for half an hour. And this reminded me of something. Remember when I was a ringer on your soccer team? I do. I had to show a fake ID and all. And I realized 30 minutes in just how incredibly unfit and close to death I was just running. Because I think you made me, you put me on the wing. And then salvation came in the form of one of the players on the other team slipping over and breaking his ankle. That's right. And it was like one of the last games of the season. It was a dead rubber anyway. And he's... he's <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I've never been so grateful for anything. So if this is rampant, I say for good reason. Running around for that long is really hard. These guys, this is what they're paid to do is but to it's, be athletes. It's still difficult. Have you seen some of these, these buff heads? Well, this is the thing that's come up. I don't know that much about it, but AFL as well. They've introduced some new medical sub yeah. and apparently it's already being exploited. Like, of course. Of course. If, look, if there's... The reality is... If there's rules in place that can be exploited for the benefit of a team or teammates, they're going to be exploited. It's up yep. to the bodies of these organizations. Like in soccer, or in American football, 
if a player goes down and has an injury, I think they have to like be out for a couple of plays. If you, you yeah. know, no one's getting be, tired in NFL football, mate. Get tired, don't you worry about no, that. because every five minutes they stop playing, play put an out on. Gonna, we're never going to bring up NFL, okay? But still, <laughs> the point is, yeah, if they if you can exploit it, that's what's going to happen. So yeah, I say good on him. It's the baggage carousel effect. It's the BC effect. Yeah. 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 Okay. We're well, moving what's, on. What's the baggage baggage carousel effect? It, we would all be fine if we would Got all it. just Got agree it. to stand back, back. back. But yeah. we don't. No. And so everybody inches forward and then... Fucking, well, yeah. I need to be close to Every conceivable event. Do you ever see like, one of those exactly. really small exactly. business women trying to get an enormous piece of luggage and mm-hmm. actually get dragged along with mm-hmm. it? Skittling mm-hmm. other people as they get dragged around uh-huh. the carousel? It's my favourite thing <laughs> at the airport. All of those people not actually moving in to help, but just like, where's my bag? <laughs> <laughs> She's got she got somehow lumped with bringing the full demo kit along yeah. in some gigantic suitcase and yeah. then just gets dragged around the carousel. <laughs> funny because it's not us. That's great. Uh, so in a dream open to the season and a sterling reminder of why we love our league, the Rabbitohs and the Eagles kept us all guessing up until just 13 seconds left to go in the game before finally unleashing some biff. Now, did you see it? Ruben Garrick and Dane Gagai were the two men who started it all. The bunnies were up. 26-12. The game's over. There's a tackle, a bit of back and forth, and then suddenly it's on. Players are charging in from all angles, fists swimming, swinging. The ref had no choice, unfortunately. And Jaden uh, Sue, who charged in to pull them apart, was sin-bin for the last second of the game. <laughs> End of the day, the Rabbitohs were awarded a penalty, which Latrell Mitchell, of course, missed. By which time the siren had long sounded yeah. and the game was over. Well, that would have been important if you had like a 14, you know, if you had them Yeah, down, you like, had the spread. Yeah. Come on, Latrell! <laughs> I feel like they just saw it was like, oh great, we've got bandwidth for a biff here. It's not yeah. going to affect the outcome of the game, so let's just fucking punch on. It always kills me when, because uh, you see this sometimes, when players get into a biff and it's the end of the match and like nothing's going to be affected by it. But they could get a ban and they don't play in the next game. Yeah. It's like, what? You, and you, you were winning the match anyway. Yeah. People who are so fired up that they're winning and they still get into a fight. The yeah. only time I ever got into a fight when I played sport was when I was losing. <laughs> that makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And finally in the NRL, in, in uglier news, Jared Hayne was found guilty on Monday, I called it, of two counts of sexual intercourse without consent. He is, however, out on bail, $50,000 uh, for now, and faces sentencing in May. Now, I was interested to see that one of the pieces of evidence that was shown was a police-tapped conversation between Hayne and his old teammate Mitchell Pierce. Because when you've been accused of something as serious as sexual assault, the first thing you want to do is speak to your mate with a history of creepy behaviour, inappropriate sexting, <laughs> and occasional dog fucking to ask him what he'd do in the situation. <laughs> yeah. That's like um Well I mean you want to call the person who's been in the situation. <laughs> you've been there, mate. <laughs> what do I do now? Yeah. Charles Charles Manson to Hang on calls Hitler. What what are the on the other line? Hang on, Zane. <laughs> Piss him my what? <laughs> yeah, anyway. um, Do you actually get any results for no, that? Hold on, <laughs> hold on, let me see if I can loop Stalin in. Funny thing about Jared Hayne is that, and this is this is a bit of a side story. So this week, so I, you know, you guys know I um, I'm now working in in property property short property management software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm working with property managers. Someone I know sent me a message saying sending me a, um, a, a, a screenshot of, their, of a message confirmed from a booking this month. Jared Hayne. Oh, yeah? Staying in one of the properties. Said, don't condone this man and his actions in, in any way, shape or form. But look, Jared Hayne stayed in one of our properties. I said, 
you know that he's probably going to pop up in the news sometime because of something that happened in that property. And literally the next day, it was probably not connected, obviously, but the next day, up comes Jared Hayne. Found And he messaged me and he said, dude, you were more right than you actually know. It was great. Perfect dear Lord, time. Dear Lord. Perfect time. The Sports Down has um, brought you into alignment with reality. Yeah. We're, well, we're always the ones first to know. Exactly. That's the yeah. thing. Um, I feel... Now... It's because we're not paying any attention to the scores whatsoever. <laughs> Controversy. That's true. I have, to, I have to look up what's actually happened. Controversy. I feel a bit sorry for Jared Hayne. Because, not because of what of his actions, but I think he's a truly like sliding doors situation. If he had not muffed that punt return on the when he played... <laughs> At the NFL. That was his downfall. Yeah, yeah. He had pumped him his way up to San Francisco 49ers. Yep. People were so excited. We Everyone at the office... Was the Hain train? The Hain train. We were on the Hain plane train. The plane train. Yeah. Train. train. And it was Monday Night Football. The whole of America was watching. <laughs> he came on. The arsey, you know, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Up comes the punt. It was a very windy night. So it was hard. We went there and he bloody well muffed the punt. He yep. dropped it. Yeah. And then, you know, he, I think he had no... It's a laces out situation. It was a laces it? out yeah. situation. Yeah. And I think that he never recovered from that. <laughs> so... So when we finally get Ace Ventura 3, it's going to be... It's going to have Jared Hayne. It's just going to be Jared <laughs> As long as it comes out in 14 to 20 years, mate. Maybe yeah. maybe we'll get him in as a guest star. Yeah. Um, no, we are back with the NRL. Fantasy NRLs away. I don't know most players, so, you know, we're all good to go. But you did somehow manage to beat me this week. Yeah, I beat you with my players somehow. Now, the Roosters are absolutely killing. I think if you'll remember, back to our original starting of the pod, which is when the season was ending, you guys know how I twist and turn throughout the year. So I thought we could start off the season by me just twisting and turning throughout the season. So I'm going to tell you right now, the 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 Roosters Roosters are my shoot-in of of the week. I was going to ask if it was the Bunnies, but it's the Roosters. No, the Roosters have scored 86 points for and 10 against. Or is it Jared Haynes? Is our hero of (laughs) the week. Um... Now, just so we're clear, everybody. Yet, so just so we're clear, everybody. Not the not, hero. Not the hero. Not in any way, shape, or form. So, Roosters are my, are my. Well, first they are my team, but they are killing it. Um, and Adam, take your pick. The Tigers or the Dogs? Uh, both are on zero points. Yeah, and so, they're, they're both the two teams I've supported. Yeah. in my in my day. So collectively, they haven't scored a point. Um, Where are the Bronx at? Uh, they lost not great. two. Yeah, they lost two again. They're really missing Haas. Really missing him. <laughs> missing Haas. Haas? What? Haas. Oh, Haas. Yes. Okay. That was another dick joke. <laughs> All right. We'll squeeze Tristan, the dick jokes. Tristan, Tristan's just looking for the masturbation thread. <laughs> <Let's> try and... <laughs> All right. All AFL. Right. Can I move to the AFL? Yeah. yeah. So Swans star... They're back, baby. Elijah Taylor has been banned from playing for season 2021. And if you listen to the podcast, you'll know why. But for the newcomers, he was banned from oh, comp he was the, yeah. for breaching WA code restrictions and, and then he was kicked off the swans after repeatedly punching his girlfriend and hitting her with a belt. Well, I think we'll Jesus. all be pleased to hear he's banned from playing in 2021. In fact, AFL Administration General Counsel Andrew Dillon said it best, violence against women in any form is abhorrent. We strongly condemn it. Our view is clear and unequivocal. Violence against women is never okay in any circumstance ever. So he's allowed to play in the reserves from the 15th of May. <laughs> able to join with the WAFL in June and pending a quick re-education course on domestic violence should be back on the field next season having paid his $5,000 fine and debt to society. Great work, AFL. Who's, what do you think? Should you still be right to play sport at this level on the TV? Who's facilitator again? What's his name again? Sterling. Sterling. Sterling in the AFL. I was just... I mean, that first statement, <laughs> I was like, that's got Sterling written all over it. He's just word for word... 
working with Sterling's words. Okay, I mean, November 25th, AFL Victoria always does this big song and dance for White Ribbon Day. And this is just bullshit. Can I just give a little bit of uh, of a... Just a little encouragement to Elijah. In hindsight, I don't agree with his woman bashing policy. No. But I do agree with his... Putting WA in Australia's Bullshit quarantine. In hindsight, he was a hero with that. Mm. I mean, he was the first one to go, this is fucking bullshit. If he'd just gone to bed... <laughs> And not had his 18th tinny for the night. I think I think we're now embarking on a new segment called Tristan's Sliding Doors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, if he just hadn't resisted quarantine, if they'd never sent him to WA, he wouldn't have had to resist it, be traumatised by it, and as such... And so now I'm... face possibly two months of suspension oh, it's hard before to be he's hard able to months. play in the reserves. It's going to be a hard two months for that boy. Yeah, and also... And that's another episode of Tristan's Sliding Maybe Doors. Maybe in Sports Down it would just be... <laughs> As those sports are my sliding doors. Yes, if he this is where it went wrong face. for the young man. And I don't blame him. <laughs> also, in the news, <laughs> former West Coast Eagles star William Rioli has copped a two-year suspension for doping, a charge that's been under investigation since 2019. Now, the deal is he tried to get through a urine test by sneaking in some other dude's piss in a Gatorade bottle. The sad fact of the matter, this is just to avoid getting caught just for smoking a little grass, you know? What's do- is doping just means taking drugs? Or yeah. Or does it mean like, is it make... Do- doping is any, no, any, any illicit substance. Ah. So in this case... Yeah, so it's not just performance in It's not just performance in here. In this case, it's just a, it's a little weed. Okay. You know, a, li- a little weed. Some of the old devil's lettuce. A little weed. <laughs> Two ah, years yeah, he boy. got. Two years, he's, he's, he's not allowed to play. How about he already learned his lesson when he paid a hobo to piss in a Gatorade bottle for him to take him to work? Probably had to hold the bottle steady the whole time. Question was it really worth a couple of huffs of the jolly green giggle smoke and four hours of Rick and Morty repeats? <laughs> also, mean, his yes. name's Rioli. <laughs> Sounds a bit like Rolly. Let him be, his mates are already giving him that much shit already. Hey, Rolly, got another Rolly for us on the Gunge Gunge? God, and he's going to be copying that and for he's two years Two now. years yeah. he's got. So this guy okay, okay. beats his He should have just beat his girlfriend. Just beat your girl. we've, we've been saying that for years on this pod. Yeah. Don't do don't, drugs. Don't do drugs. Beat your girlfriend. <laughs> Well, it, it, it's a sad, it's a sad indictment <laughs> no on society. One, where no the... one ever clipped that and <laughs> take it out of context, Phil. dear lord. The views of Tristan Freeman, Tristan, they do not do the Freeman podcast, and it's his, 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 his legal subsidiaries and shareholders. Oh my god, oh my god! You can just see that getting clipped. But uh, but um, firstly, yeah. like, how did they know it was? Piss, not Gatorade, because as far as I'm concerned, no, they well, taste the, about the same. The, the thing <laughs> was, he went into the drug test with a secret bottle of Gatorade with some oh, other man's that. piss in his pocket. making a Gatorade joke. But did, did we, Gatorade am, am I correct that we are? Am I <laughs> Genuinely, he's, got, he's on a two-year ban. I'm not yeah. mishearing that. Two year a two-year ban. ban for a bit of reefer. Yeah. A two-month ban for... For domestic abuse. Dear Lord. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and COVID, breaking code restrictions. It was... Gonna, you took that out of my bag. That's the one I was going to take home. Gonna, do you want some more of this? I'm good. Okay, yeah, I'll, 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 I, I, I encourage you to share it out. Well, Keep you know, I think this is important. You I'm participate listening. in this bit. Because just before we hit the PGA, actually, do you have any AFL results? I do. I'll come back to it. Well, that's I've, I'm done. My AFL news. Uh, this right, is keep, keep talking while our listeners listen. 
I mean, he's just letting we, us down again. Should we just call him a cunt for a few minutes? <laughs> 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 oh, should you say the C word? Come on. Yes, no, I was going to say, the Swans are bloody amazing. <laughs> yeah, Swans have been great. And I love Sydney, fa- Sydney fandom. I love that your issue wasn't being called the C word. It was the use of the C word in the podcast. On the podcast. <laughs> So the Swans Sydney fandom is amazing. I'm taking my kid to uh, the Sydney Swans this Saturday. Like people who want to go to Sydney Swans, um, Adelaide. Oh yeah, Adelaide. Yeah. Um, and that's because Sydney goes to the matches when Sydney have won the last game. Oh They yes. don't go when they haven't. Yeah. It's also at the SCG, which is around the corner, yep. as opposed to anywhere else. Yep. Um, so they kicked the Brisbane Lions' ass. Wrap in. Oh, um, that bit. Adelaide <laughs> shocked the Geelong Cats. This was the first time in 50 years that the wooden spooners from the season past have beaten a team that played in the AFL Grand Final the previous year. So Geelong was in the Grand Final against Richmond. Adelaide finished wooden spoon and they beat Geelong. First time in 50 years yeah, that's And happened. you know why that happened? Because, you because it was part of my multi bet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Richmond's amazing again. That was great. I, I, I'm really, I just really like AFL. The Hawks game, I watched that. That was awesome. They came from like 40 points behind. And yeah, won. a huge catch up. Um, yeah, taking Kobe to the AFL this weekend. It's brilliant. That'll be um, fun. And take, taking his iPad to play. 100%. Sit yeah, under the seat. Sit under the seat. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kobe. We paid be attention fine. for a whole half of the game when we went to the football. No, Kobe watched the whole game. It was yeah. Mateo who was Oh, there. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, no, um, yeah. As I said, NRL and AFL back. It's fucking awesome. It's great. Yeah. Okay. Well, just before we hit the PGA results, which I know it feels very excited <laughs> about the UFC. The yeah. UFC has been training oh, this week. I'm listening. After Julia Stodarenko had her big Vegas fight cancelled after passing out twice during the weigh-in. Now, you guys have heard about this whole thing where you get weighed yeah, in on night or two yeah, before yeah. the fight and that determines what division you're in. So fighters will starve and dehydrate themselves to make weight. Yeah, Some fighters are known to drop 15% of their standard training weight prior to weigh-in to squeak into those lower divisions. Now, what do you think? Is it an issue with the sport or with the individual competitor trying to drop too much weight? Is this the culture of the sport saying, yep. well, everybody's doing this, dropping 10, 15%. You've got to dehydrate yourself. You've got to not eat nothing but Tic Tacs for a week so you can squeak into the weigh-in. Yeah. Or should the blame really be on the person who just goes, you really should be in the next weight up but you're trying to squeeze your way down to the lower. I saying, but me yeah. having any opinion on this matter, I do not know about UFC. I don't watch UFC. I don't know about no, the you seem to, UFC. You seem to have opinions on just about anything. Not UFC. It's but never like stopped you just, before. Just fucking, just fucking make one up. So... The thing Co-feel. is, you've got somebody. You've got somebody in UFC, right? Because it's a bit of both. But the real, you've got to, as a sport, they need to understand the reality of who you're dealing with. Yeah. These are people who push themselves to become the best fucking fighters on the planet. They yeah. will push every conceivable advantage mm. to win that fight. That's just in their nature, and that's what makes them such good fighters. And so there does need to be some rules and regulations brought in so they don't wreck themselves to this point because the, that dehydration process really fucks your body in the long run. Oh, yeah. And I feel the sport has a duty to save them from themselves to a degree yeah. by setting the baseline of what's Keep acceptable. Keep them alive long enough to get in the ring and get the shit kicked out of them by someone yeah, else lift it the trying to be the best fighter in the world. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Don't let them kill themselves. There's somebody waiting to do that. Yeah. But yeah, um, but anyway, so the sport for me has a, has an obligation to that because the reality is the sport is benefiting from the fact that these people's nature is to push themselves so yeah. hard. Yeah. I found it very interesting just because after reading that, I went and went through and looked at like the top ten 
weight loss, weight gain yeah, people yeah, yeah. In, in UFC. And some people will train at like, say, 225 pounds. Yep. But then cut 40 pounds off their weight yep. in time for a fight. Yep. And it's in- incredible what these guys can do and guys and girls can do with their with their bodies yep. to make these weights. But it is so unhealthy. Yeah. Because yeah. you crack Christian it right. Bale unhealthy, you crack Phil. It, you crack it Christian right Bale unhealthy. <laughs> nice. Nice yeah. that there was a Batman in there, which is also a subtle reference to Nolan. Well, have you seen Moving The, right the Machinist? Have you seen oh, him in that? Christian Bale? No. Where he, he looks like he's... Oh. Anyway. It's, it's Christian that's, Bale that's, that's, and that's something that's the one that isn't directed drops, by He drops the most weight for. Yeah. And he, yeah, he looks yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barely alive. But anyway, in the PGA, the 2021 Honda Classic has been won by an Australian Matt... Jones, yes, he now not only has the most boring name in sport, yep. he has won his first PGA title in seven years, winning by an impressive five strokes and bringing home $1.26 million for the effort. Strap in. Yeah, it was impressive. Impressive effort by Matt. It was his first time he's won since 2014. Yeah. Uh, it's about seven years ago, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Houston Open he won. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was it was great effort by, by the young lad. Um, the only thing... That, uh, the thing about golf, I, I do enjoy watching the golf, but it's actually so much better when the game's actually close at the end. Yeah. It's kind of like watching a cricket match, which is just a blowout that goes for five days, and after day two, you know, it's over, and then yeah. it goes for another three days. Yeah. You watch 18 holes of golf where a guy's got a five or six stroke lead. Yeah. And, the, and you have to listen to the commentators try and put some excitement. <laughs> yeah. You know, there are nine holes left to go. And Anything can happen. He's just got to keep his composure. And could this be the shot? That Colin Morikawa needs. It's like, no, he's down by six. He's not, he's not going to come back from so, here. So basically, the um, commentators on the golf at that point just become Will Ferrell in um, <laughs> fucking really? old school dodgeball or whatever it is. Where he's like, you just got to keep our composure. You got to keep our composure. <laughs> Throwing point, the chair against the lockers. At that point, the guys who are you know, following, who are, down, are playing for the Flint Michigan yep. Mega Bowl. Yeah, that's what that's they're doing. It. That's what it was. Yeah. The, the Flint the, the, Michigan Mega Bowl. Okay, he's won it, but we're playing for the Flint Michigan Mega Bowl. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, speaking of American sports, now you guys would probably not know anything about this, but yeah. I was almost going to... So there's a little thing called, I don't know if you've ever heard of it before, called March Madness, Yeah. which is the NCAA college basketball And where tournament. does the March for Justice come in amongst us? That's a... Well, that's just madness if you're going to do a March for Justice. Anyway, I couldn't come up with anything. No, that's yeah, great. Have, What's March for Justice? But that was the Women's March. It was the one on last week. On last week. So, yeah, you, I mean, potentially in a lot of trouble for that statement. So, I was talking about basketball and March Madness, and right. you just decided to bring in a walk for... Are you, you're just talking about marching, and I know nothing about NBA. Don't fucking look at me like that. You this know. This isn't the NBA, it's you the NCAA. Know. Whatever. This is the it's college basketball. basketball. It's basketball. Oh, good. So it's the next one down. Even more interesting. <laughs> this is the one where the NCAA make billions and they don't pay their athletes. Oh, I like that one. that one. Yeah, because it was a yeah. South Park episode. Yeah. Right? That one where Cartman is basically Damn. like a, but these yeah, guys, like a plantation owner. A lot of these guys do go... Well, actually, no. A very small percentage of them do go to the NBA. But anyway, it's an awesome tournament. It's a knockout. It's essentially the... Uh, the FA Cup of basketball. Okay, now I'm so listening. So it's... Uh, oh, wait, no. That was depressing this weekend. I don't want to talk about it. So... 
<laughs> you have 64 teams that are ranked, Up and, and then they, it's a knockout competition, so it goes from 64 to 32 to 16 uh, to I 8. I do know this from four. a How I Met Your Mother episode as well. Yeah. <laughs> and I love where you get your I was from. almost going to give my Hero of the Week to a college called Oral Roberts. That's yeah. the name of the college. Yeah. Apparently, someone's name was Oral. Yeah, that was a big American evangelical. 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 Yeah. So they are the heroes at the moment of the week. They're still alive. So they were at the fifth. So the, the lowest you could be ranked is 16 because there's four groups and it goes from 1 to 16. This team was ranked 15th. They beat the second ranked Ohio State. Then they've beaten the seventh ranked Florida something. And now they're into like the final eight or whatever it is. And so if, if I think if they win one or two more matches, they've gone the furthest a low ranked team has ever gone in, in, in this competition's history before. What's the name of the team? Oral Roberts. Oral what? Oral Roberts. I know. It fits okay. so well into life. Firstly, yeah. like, how a masturbation joke hasn't been made mm-hmm. thus far, or at least an ejaculation joke. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But what I'm hearing is that Oral Roberts are the Leicester of the NCAA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Think of Oral Roberts as Leicester and you know, they just beat... You know, we haven't even skipped... We haven't even gotten into his soccer report and you're losing me. Okay. Alright. What Are you working? No, I'm closing down. I'm running out of battery power on my laptop, so I'm closing all my open Excel files. He's preparing himself to throw away. I just wanted to give a shout out to Oral Roberts because it's been fun watching them. Go, Phil. Okay, so um, a nifty thing happened this weekend when it came to football, and Adam's going to be very excited about this. I was watching. Great weekend. Wonderful weekend. Everton in the quarterfinal of the FA Cup for the first time in a while, up against Manchester City. So things not looking good. It's a great team. They get in, and they play. And you get to halftime, and it's nil-nil. They've held them off. You're like, I'm still in this. Fantastic. I'm still in this. 80 minutes, still nil-nil. We could edge this. Mm. 84 minutes, Manchester City scores. 90 minutes, Manchester City scores again, inevitably wins 2-0. I throw my toys out of the pram. I don't want to watch any more fucking football that weekend. So that's the football report, gentlemen. Okay. There it is. Perfect. Oh, and Leicester won. Fantastic. Leicester well did done, win. Uh, so Leicester are through to the semis. Sydney FC didn't lose because their game got washed out. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, My report's being win? washed out. Did the the A League's being washed out. Let's I don't fucking care. Brisbane Raw. I mean, I do care. We can add it up. Brisbane Raw. Brisbane Raw. They drew 1 1 with Wellington Phoenix. You take that. Okay. Coming off a solid 1 0 loss to Western United. That's good. Moving right along. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Is that the end of the sports down? Yeah, that's the end of the sports down. I wow. always finish with the PGA. Yeah, you do actually, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. All right, well then what's next? Is that the end of the show? No, we've got the, the, the rainy movie thing. Ah, next up, the rainy <laughs> movie thing. All right, welcome and to the... Happy oh, yeah. Welcome to the rainy movie thing. So, we don't really know where this was going. So, we decided because it has been such a shitstorm of a rainstorm of a week. Yeah. So, we have half assed the half assed Yes. Got it. We decided that we would just go through all the things that are awesome with with water? No, I think it was with weather. With weather. With weather. I got to, I got to be honest with you. I I mean, I, I dealt with some didn't different you? tangent. Yeah. No, I did some things that didn't even. I just. I, I had things that. You know, maybe just included storms that didn't actually really include too much water, to be honest with you. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I read it. Why as... have you got the Melbourne storm there? What <laughs> are you doing? 
I read it as favorite storm movies. I mean, that's I'm pretty sure that's what the fucking WhatsApp. Said. Yeah, I've got storm movies. Favorite there, but, storm. But then I realized I don't really like storm movies. There are so many other things that I really enjoy. That have favorite scenes featuring the character storm things. from the X Men. Why don't we just go down this path and see? Why don't you start with something? Say something, Phil. Say something that's on your list. Let's be absolutely clear. Have you seen oh. Storm Boy, the movie with the pelican? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> When good. I saw that list, I was like, oh, I should think of those Storm movies that I like. And then I realised none of them. Mm-hmm. None of them. None of them at all, except for Twister, which is more related to my love of pickup trucks, trucks and dragging cans behind them. Everyone had nothing to do with the Storm. And also, what's her face? What was her name? Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt was big at the time. She was remember? a thing. Yeah. She was, she she was, was just thing. off Mad About You. Yeah. Yep. Um, saw it in the cinema. One, uh, the, the, the other guy that was in it. See, we're onto a show. I've got Twister on my list. Pick up with cans dragged behind Bill Paxton. He was he Yeah, was Bill Paxton. There. Now... Yeah. Then when I thought to myself, what other movies have I enjoyed? Bill Pullman. <laughs> With a storm Everyone in Everyone gets so confused. Bill Sorry. Paxton was no, an alien. We're just going to let this Pullman was in, Bill Pullman was in Spaceballs. Yeah, 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 no, no, and Bill no, no, Paxton okay, was an okay, alien. Okay. Childishly simple. Phil, continue. Please. I love how sensitive he gets about this. <laughs> I love my bills. You get it factually correct. He's very Tristan. good at stuff. get it factually correct. At that point, I thought to myself, are there any other movies that I like with storms in them? Wizard of Oz. And the only ones... I had Wizard of Oz. Were the ones with Storm from X Men in them. So oh, I have a list great call. of my favourite X Men movies. I've already made that joke. <laughs> that's it. X Men movies. <laughs> of course he bloody has. <laughs> well, they're, they're, they've got Storm in them. They do. Alright, you know what? If we start with him, we get it over <clears throat> off quicker. That's so true. why don't we start with you? Am we're, I doing all of them? Go your fifth No, no, no. We'll, we'll <laughs> go, start, start from the start bottom, the bottom this time and okay. then we'll work. So upwards. we're going the other way around. Okay, I'm so assuming Days of Future Past is... How many do you have? Five. How many okay. X-Men movies there's are there? A lot of, there's a lot of X-Men movies. So I, haven't, I haven't touched the New Mutants or the, the fucking Wolverine okay. side ones. So right. just the main. Deadpool included? Main canon, no. No main canon. Fine. So, um, firstly, uh, in no particular order, is mm. the pile of trash. The pile of filthy trash that is The Last Stand. Ah, yes. Apocalypse. Dark Phoenix, which was the same writer's attempt at doing The Last Stand again and failing. And I know I said not any of the other ones, but the Wolverine was fucking trash too. I thought that was that, I thought that was all right. Trash. That was the really gritty one, right? It was trash. rated R. He's no, driving no. a limo for some reason. Oh, hold on. Maybe what was I'd forgotten about? That's the that one part. where he actually dies. Is that called the Wolverine? It's something. The original, basically, the I was only one I've the, seen. How I was about thinking that? of the first individual Wolverine movie, which was trash. Okay. And the second one was just trash. <laughs> but the old one—that's actually pretty. Why good. did you pick? X-Men movies. Hey, hey, hey. I'm starting with the trash. You said start from the bottom up, motherfucker. You said you had five. You've already listed like 12. Hey, there's a lot of X-Men movies. Guys, if you're still listening to the podcast, (laughs) I ask you to keep with it. Adam and I get in some really good content in about two or three minutes. So the fourth best X-Men movie, uh, which actually, funnily enough, doesn't actually fucking have Storm in it, is X-Men First Class. Oh, yeah. No Storm in it. No. But very good. The third best... makes it... uh, You can't do that. Well, um, I think I can it. because I just did. Number three. <laughs> Wait, are you just going? Are you just piling them all up? The third best. So this is what you told me to do. No, I, we can rotate around. We can start there. So you're starting with X Men: The First Stand. But X Men: First Class is the first fourth. Class. Is the fourth best one sitting on a pile of trash underneath it. Okay. See, I can't participate in this because I never watch an X Men movie. You don't need to have, mate. You just. Le- I've never watched a Fast and the Furious movie either, but you just let him roll with it. Yeah. Give him plenty of runway. I love it. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like okay. your children coming in here and playing. Just let me play. Only Phil could come with, with such a ridiculous premise. Now, I like Raiden from Mortal Kombat. 
The, the nice. God of Storms, nice. if you will. So nice. I'm going to list my top five Mortal Kombat movies. <laughs> starting with Mortal Kombat 3. Battle for Goku's arm. Okay. Now I went down... I went down a slightly different path. Dragon Ball Z reference. It's so good. I've only seen one Mortal Kombat movie, but the soundtrack was amazing. And there's only two. Oh, well, yeah, I'm going to start with just... Uh, my, my list is going to be iconic scenes with weather in them, featured in them. And I'm going to start... Oh, you took this seriously. Yeah, yeah with the is. opening uh, plane crash in Castaway. I have Castaway listed. Yeah, really? yeah. There's a storm. From that, that is the yes. most terrifying plane it crash that has ever been put in a movie. Agreed. The way that they, they yeah, feel like you're in the freaking plane with the guys. What do you think that is, bro? Look, Castaway in yeah. there. Holy shit. We're really good. Hey, yeah. Now, this is a podcast. <laughs> and you're claiming that that's the scariest plane, plane crash, crash in, in, like, movie and TV history. 100%. What are you, 100%. What are you yeah. going up? Have you're, you even seen Iron Fist? Uh, which X-Men is that? Nice. Is that the one with the blade coming out of his fist? That's right. <laughs> okay. That's right. Wait, what's Iron Fist? That's uh, like a. It's the Netflix Marvel show. It's amazing. Okay. It's a plane crash in it. No one's seen it's it. It's actually really bad, but carry on. Okay. Oh wait, that's a show you wanted us to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was that. Well, the, the... When Phil and I first started about the podcast, one of our segments was we watch TV so you didn't have to. Yeah. And that's Iron why Fist do you think I have to watch the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? You <laughs> think <laughs> I did that for fun? In fairness, do you hear anyone laughing? <laughs> In, in, in fairness, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is actually pretty good. It's all right. And her, it's hot. Too. Yeah, she's a very good yeah. looking girl. Yeah, uh, all right, good start. Yeah, cast yeah. away. Uh, I got it in there. Okay, I'm, I've got lots of things here. You can see my tangent. Well, You're I'm only gonna... allowed one at a time. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, I'm going to start with my one of my favorite water scenes of all time. The scene in Interstellar. Where they land oh, on the planet, yeah. the water planet. The big waves. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. And they don't realise that it's the... Yeah. And, and like one hour is like seven years yes. or something. Yeah. Yeah, and nice. they're like, well, hang on. Well, how come how come it's still beeping? It's like, because on their time, she only crashed less than an hour ago. Yeah. But do you don't think since they're all brilliant and understand time dilation... Don't ruin the they, movie. They would have Phil, figured that out part. before they landed and, down and, on the planet. They don't know that it's like that. Of and, course they do. They're all scientists. And the fucking Hans Zimmer music. That's playing in the no, background. The down there. Unbelievable. This yeah. wall of yeah. water coming towards them like a mountain, and just these orchestral brilliance coming off of the back. I, I blow my also, load over that. Hans Zimmer. I, I introduced my young daughter to The Lion King oh, on the yeah. weekend. We yeah. got Disney Plus. Yeah. The Hans Zimmer score in that. Yep. Also pretty unbelievable. Yep. Considering mm. that was like 30 years ago. Are we almost saying Hans Zimmer's the <laughs> hero of well, the week? Given how tainted the other ones were, let's yeah. just go with that. Okay, sure, Hans okay. Zimmer's up yeah. there. Yeah. Sorry, um, I mean, we've been, we've 5,300 been members of Westminster that saved the pub. <laughs> Hans Zimmer did the score for Lion King. But yeah, that is one of my favourite water-based Inception. of all time. Yeah. Did uh, you, side note, did you boys see Tenet? No, no I never saw it. It's really good. Yeah, never uh, saw it. The only one that said that so far. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, it's really good. Yeah, nothing but trust for you. Uh, what, what's your next X-Men, mate? Nothing but. I mean, got nothing everything but about taste. the tone said the opposite of that. Uh, so the, way, the third best X-Men movie was X2, X-Men United, yeah. which did in fact have Storm in it. It's a good time. Clark, what are the characters in X-Men? That's Wolverine, yep. um, Green Lantern. Um, nope. Dr. Robotnik. Dr. Robotnik. Mario. Mario. <laughs> No, no. Who's the guy in the wheelchair and the guy with the Batman? Mag- the Profes- ma- the Professor X, yeah. Wolverine, Cyclops, Magneto, Jean Grey, Magneto. 
Um, Captain, Mystique. Captain America. Mystique, of yeah. course. Is that Halle Berry? Yeah. No, Captain America's Marvel. And then Jennifer No, Lewis. no, that's DC. Captain America played no, Superman. Like, Halle Berry was Storm. Does he? No. I don't know. <laughs> I'm an X-Men versus Street Fighter. That was a great oh, game. Oh, that was a great, great one. Game. Yeah. Great game. Yeah. Actually, uh, we should probably put that in as number five. Marvel, yeah. Marvel vs. X-Men. That was also good. Yeah. Very similar premise. Very similar premise, yeah. It was yeah. a Marvel character. There's nothing quite like getting a fighting game like that and just button mashing against you your friends. You just go with Cyclops and just keep hitting a heavy punch. Yeah. And he fires lasers. Yeah. And, and the Simon person who's been practicing for hours just gets <laughs> hammered. And was Simon's Storm... still playing his blanket for some reason. He's just Cyclopsing his own. Was Storm in this actual X-Men? Yes. Okay. Yep. That Halle, Berry. By Halle Berry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. Okay. Wait, was, was Mystique the chick from the Hunger Games? Yes. There yeah, we in the, go. In, not in that one, though. Naked, paid in purple or something? Or not in that blue? one. So it was Charlize Theron oh. in the original like timeline, that. and in the later timeline, it was Jennifer Lawrence from right. the okay. Every time we get to you, I'm going to ask you a new, a new, new X Men. Something about the X Men. Absolutely. Yeah. It All is right. time we moved on from this because, much <laughs> like my Fast and the Furious stuff, it's long past its used by date and still going. <laughs> But we love you for it. I know. Okay, right. in, in terms of uh, moments that define movies that were weather-related, I'm going to bring up the movie The Truman Show. It's one of my favorite, ah, favorite movies. Oh, and there are yeah. two scenes that yeah, involve that's on, weather. That's a show that if it's on, I just it's watch on, it. just watch it. Yeah, Every yeah, yeah, time yeah. you just yeah. watch it. Like Goodfellas. If it's on, yeah. you just watch it. But there's uh, the moment in, in The Truman Show when it starts raining, but just over him for about five seconds. Yeah. And then he's like looking around confused. And then the rain starts all over the neighborhood. And yes. it's like... Because the whole the thing's glitching a little yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. and so that really iconic scene. And then the other iconic one is when he's on the boat, he's overcoming his fears, and he's just sailing. And the guy, uh, Ed Harris, I can't remember what the character, Christoph or Christoph, Christoph, yeah. he's like sending stronger and stronger storms to try and stop him escaping. And he's like, "You're gonna kill him." He's like, "Send more storms, send more lightning." And there's music. It's, uh, Philip Glass does the score, and it's this moment, just incredible music, and he's just fighting against the storm, and it's just like, "Holy shit!" Get him again. Do it and again. again. Yeah. Hit him again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you're going to come. Hit him again. Yeah. Amazing. And so who would fight? Who would win in a fight between Philip Glass and Hans Zimmer? Hans Zimmer. Zimmer, yeah. But no, no, not a music fight. An actual physical fight. No, I know. Yeah, Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. Was with you yeah. the okay. first time. <laughs> what was his name? Glass. Philip Glass. Glass versus Zimmer. No question. Zimmer's a, that's a smashing. Yeah. Well, I mean... Have you seen? Have you I was thinking he could shatter his opponent, but no, he's going to get shattered. That's the problem. Philip Glass passed out twice on his last weigh-in, and he wasn't even. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> In the UFC composers edition. Uh, you got okay. like fifty things. Yeah, I know. I've got a lot of I'm going to switch down to. I'm going to change. Um, I'm going to change. Uh, tack. Tack a little bit. Talk about one of my favorite, favorite, favorite video game series of all time. Well, this should be related good. to water. Bioshock, one of the most atmospheric games. If you haven't played Bioshock before, I highly, highly recommend getting into it. Bioshock and Bioshock Two and Bioshock Three. And Bioshock Three is set in the in the sky, so it's a bit different. Bioshock One and Two is set in a uh, under ocean, um, you know, alternate world. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's just one of the spookiest, yet one of the most beautifully crafted games ever. And the way they've designed it, that it seeps through with water and everything, is just absolutely stunning. That's one of those games which, if it's on, I'll play it, and I could, I could play that again and again. So, um, see, that's something that happens a lot. It's just on. Huh? You, just, you just walk in, turn the TV on, and buy a shot. playing it. like <laughs> halfway through the game. It's like, oh, I'll pick this up from here. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just saying, like. Um, Ooh, I, think, the water table. I think I had it as part of the PlayStation Plus thing, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna play it again okay. because it's just so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's fully and, and actually, 
the beginning of it, you start off... Can we wrap this up? Because I really want to hear about the X-Men. No, by, at the beginning of Bioshock 3, you start off on a boat in a storm on the ocean. You think you're going to go under and you actually go to the sky. It's actually kind of getting a stiffy just thinking about it. So I'm, okay. again. I've never played the first two, but the third one is one of my favourite games of uh, all time. Well, you got that oh, that dude. fucking ending, dude. Unbelievable. With the shifting reality. Unbelievable. Oh, You've yeah. got to play the first two, dude. It's amazing. Switch? It's not on Switch. Yeah, moving Mar- on. I'm Super Mario All Stars, and, so. and there's and there's no ghosts to be busted, and no one's going to be saying. I guarantee, in any of our lists, no one's saying any of the water scenes, water worlds in Mario is one of your favourites because nobody likes the water scenes in Mario. No, but they That's always true. had that really scary drowning animation. Ever since Mario on the N sixty four, the first three D Mario, when he would stay under the water too long and he'd drown, he'd always do this like thrashing about and then slow, stop and then slowly start to rise to the surface and I always remember I remember it was time I played that for the first time when I was like 19 or 20 I remember thinking six year olds are playing this game That's six good. year olds just That's got good. traumatized they know about they know about, they know about drowning and now. in fairness they picked that one thing to be realistic about amazing <laughs> amazing alright lesson for all of them fill it oh look the second best X-Men uh, would be Days of Future Past yes oh, yeah, yeah. It's basically the one where they came in to undo the shit that, that they did Quicksilver with number three. Um, was Quicksilver in that one? Yes, I think so. It's the one. Is yeah, that the one? The with iconic Quicksilver. Uh, James McAvoy plays yeah. the yeah. young is yeah. it Professor X. Yeah, because they're going through time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Corded. Yeah. James Corded. James Corden. Now, X Men. How do they get? Uh, what's their source of power? Mutants. Aliens? It's, no, the, it's the next evolution of humans. So the whole premise of X-Men is that we travel along, evolving a little bit, a little bit at a time until occasionally we get these big leaps forward. Oh, cool. And so there's a mutant sort of strain in the genetics that starts to emerge through humanity and various people have these abilities, but of course they're persecuted because they're different. Uh, so there's no aliens or anything like that no. in it? What was the show? Except, except there is, but that's not what creates that. It's that as the universe expands, of course, you know, you've got a bunch of mutants. It's a great storyline in a comic book to bring some aliens into mm. the equation. What was the show that I really loved? On? Heroes. No. That was well, good. I though. did like that. Yeah, first, first season. season. Save the the first cheerle- season. Was save the cheerleader, save the world. Yeah. yeah. No, the, and the second one, I really appreciated the Toyota promotion. It was really in your face. <laughs> no, the one uh, that's based on. Uh, the one that I had, uh, it, was, it was a series on Fox 8. It was amazing. Um, but it was, it was a real the, the deep dive into mental health. No, um, I'll, I'll come back to it. No, I'll think of it. But I think it was an X-Men. <laughs> I think it was an X-Men world spin-off. The New Mutants? No. Umbrella Academy. No. Was it recent? Yeah, relatively. You sure it wasn't the New Legion. Mutants? Legion. Legion. Uh, uh, bloody yeah, amazing. Yeah, I haven't really? One of my favourite shows of, uh, of the last five years, Jesus, for sure. There's, there's, there's yeah. other X-Men. You loved it. Yeah, I'm watching Vikings at the moment. <laughs> okay. It's not great. All right, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, okay. So, uh, iconic scenes involving weather, particularly rain. Yep. I'm going the very end of Back to the Future 2. Oh. Doc Emma Brown has just disappeared. One of my favourite scenes. The flag flies down yep. from where the DeLorean yep. was, and it starts to rain. And Marty's standing there. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. He's looking around. He's like, Doc, where's Doc? And he gets his, he gets his walkie-talkie out. He's like, Doc, come in, Doc. And nothing but static. Doc, come in, Doc. And then the ominous car pulls up in the rain and the headlights glow around the, the wow. falling droplets and the man gets out and he storms up Marty, reaches into his coat like he's going to pull out a gun and pulls out an envelope. He says, McFly! Like, Are you Marty McFly? Marty McFly! And he's got the letter from the Doc from like 1860-whatever. 
and it's like and the it's bucking down and like Marty's holding the letter going he's alive the duck's alive he's in the old west but he's alive and just the rain just makes that moment yeah and then boom it was like to be concluded can I help you there's only one man who can help me bum 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 so good wow and yeah fucking hell the 80s were awesome and that scene always and I didn't live through much of it that scene fucking freaked me out because like it would mess with my mind because the way it was things like we've had that package like how would they have a package in their post office for that long saying Western deliver Union, at this time yeah. for this person yeah. you know we've had that see we've you actually cost me some money see we've we had a bit of a bet going on, on yeah we've had that package in our office for 60 years you know it's yeah. like oh my god so good when you think Amazing. about it yeah um god but I oh, alright well you yeah. echo the dolphins there you can talk about that I guess <laughs> Is Echo the Dolphin really on your list? I've got Echo the Dolphin. I've got the Water Temple in Ocarina of Time. Most frustrating level of yeah, video game. But it's yeah. still, it's still great. Video games. Still great. Um, I don't know. I've got the I've got the Waterworld show at Universal Studios, Amazing. which is fantastic, by the way. But how did I not give a shout out to water parks as a whole? One of those off. It's not yeah, weather though, really, is it? It's a good time. Oh, well, this is where we got confused. The brief was weather. <laughs> One of those awful Steve Carell films. Um, this is Sharknado. He becomes, move on. He becomes Moses. Oh yeah, that was um, terrible. Evan Almighty. Yeah. I, I was just gonna say. All right, then I will tell you what. There's obviously the day after tomorrow. Yeah. But more than that, the South Park episode two days before the day after tomorrow. Yeah. Which was one of the classics. I don't think I've actually seen that. What do you mean you haven't seen it? You've seen them I've seen all almost many every times. episode of South Park, but I don't think I've seen that. That's the one about global warming, where the where the it's, and it's the thing about New Orleans where they the smug and all. No, that. no, no. It's where they get they go, they go they, they they steal a boat and they get stuck because the beavers break the dam. Oh, the stand breaks Ooh, the dam. Stand breaks the dam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but the, instead so of saying I broke the dam, I broke the dam. And and so they blame it on global warming. <laughs> it's, it's one of Stan Marsh's great episodes where he's like, oh, I literally broke the dam. Global warming. <laughs> shutting the door and they all think global warming is coming and yeah. it doesn't come Amazing. and they think it's they think it's going to be like sub-zero temperatures and so they like they pull on these jackets and that's just Stan Marsh walking through the the town like thinking like it's like, actually I'm so hot that's hypothermia <laughs> setting in <laughs> it's so good I really don't think I've seen we'll this episode it on after the this, only yeah. one I haven't seen oh, all right. this, along with Dave Chappelle's show oh yeah yeah what do you got mate because I got two more number one wow this is the part of your pod where Phil reclines more and more into the couch. <laughs> yes. Yeah, less and less of him on the microphone. I, I make my way more and more towards bed with every minute that passes. Come on, we're almost there. The number one X-Men movie is the original, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah. Redefined the oh, superhero so genre. One. Yeah. Yeah, redefined the superhero genre at the time. It's a great movie. It ages reasonably well. And it, along with Sam Raimi's <laughs> Spider-Man movies, really yeah. birthed the new age of superhero movies. So you're welcome, Marvel Cinematic you're Universe. You're welcome, yeah. Marvel. The stage was set. You think X Men? It's so, okay. That's my next question: X Men or Marvel? On the basis of the movies that have been delivered, Marvel. On the basis of the overall concept. Well, I mean, X Men is. Marvel. I mean, X Men is. <laughs> X-Men is Marvel but yeah. I know what you mean but like the MCU versus yeah the MCU the X- versus X-Men, X-Men is a sort of but the same people so yeah probably yeah, the M- same it's all Stan Lee MCU. it's all Stan Lee it's all Stan Lee he wow. created Wolverine and Captain America and all of them didn't yeah. he create uh, 
you know, more rats, wasn't he? And more rats. He was in more rats, but he, no, Kevin Smith created more rats. <laughs> no, but you know, was, yeah, he was in it. Did you get Stan Lee and Kevin Smith? Confused? No, no, no. I just remember him from it. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Wait, you Stan Lee? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so okay. But yeah, MC, MCU because they've just done such a. They did a phenomenal job on just building that whole world across so many movies. Some of the DC like just completely movies. shit the bed on. Yeah. 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 I, this is a conversation. And X-Men shit the bed on. It shits the bed every three fucking movies. Yeah, so, that's true. But whereas, speaking of a movie that didn't shit the bed, oh. this is this is the next entry into mine. The, the almost very end of the Shawshank Redemption. As, oh, An- as Andy yeah. uses the storm as the cover to smash his way into the sewer pipe after meticulously digging through a cell wall for 20 years, climbs through 500 metres of shit to emerge on the other side in a rainstorm and then does that kneel down, hands in the air, freedom pose. The the rain in that is basically another character in the movie. It's just that iconic shot from above that Frank Darabont put together, pointing down. Uh, Tim Robinson, he just throws his hands in the air, a free man finally, he's got his bag full of all all the shit he's stolen from the jail and fucks off out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Iconic ending. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great movie that's almost as good as the original. <laughs> um, often is often in people's favourite movie of all time. Yeah, well, yes, I think yeah. it's actually the IMDb number one movie. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, that's another movie where it's, when it's on, you pretty much have to watch it. Yeah. Great fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, I'll just Marginally my... better than Avengers Endgame. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Hmm. I'm, I'm really just trying to get people to yell at, yell into the yell at their phones as they listen to this. Uh, I'll just blurt out mine. End of Deep Impact with the um, tidal wave. Where, yeah. You know, what's her face with her dad? Um, and they're at the end on the beach. Oh, and they go, you Daddy. Mean the, you mean the Deep Impact that was in Tia Carreras? One that was in the cinema movie. Tia. Tia. Leone or something Leone. like that. Oh, yeah, Leone. Yeah. Leone. Leone. She used to be married to Duchovny, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And she's there with John Voight on the beach. Uh, and they reconnect just before is the... Is it John Voight? Whatever. Some old dude. Yeah. Uh, so that, yeah. um, The Perfect Storm was just a movie. I don't even really like it. Um, <laughs> the Poseidon Adventure was a great movie, the original one. Yeah. Uh, Ghost Ship, where all the guys get the, the killed. The first ten minutes is one of the greatest. Yeah, first one 10 of the minutes greatest of a horror movie of all time. Have you ever seen Ghost Ship? Never. Put that Just on watch your list. the first ten minutes. Um, Cooper Trooper Beach scene at the end of Rogue One. Um, <laughs> Echo the Dolphin, the video game. I mentioned that. I fired up Disney Plus because we just subscribed to it, and the very first thing I did was watch the last ten minutes of Rogue One. It's so good. From the yeah. from the Death Star blowing up the so planet good. all yeah. the way to Vader killing all the rebels yeah. on the way there. It's amazing. Bam, what an ending yeah. to a movie. Well Darth Vader, that's his Yeah, that's that's, his... that's the thing that, that movie's known for. And then, and for. then but, Mandalorian I mean... gave Luke his scene. Spoilers. But, yeah. <laughs> no. If you have not watched the Mandalorian season two yet, I you deserve Rogue to one. know what's going on. And if you haven't watched Rogue One now, you don't you don't you deserve to be spoiled. Uh you look like you're going to kill me. You're just rattling off things Open now. Water, great movie. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, just, it's got water in it. Attack of the Clones, the ocean anything, planet. Anything, <laughs> anything like every movie ever set on planet Earth because it has an ocean in it. An ocean. That's a five out of five, uh, man. Yeah, that glass water. of water in Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, that's a great point, though, because <laughs> I actually had Jurassic Park oh, down. Oh, did you? Um, yeah. David Attenborough's Blue Planet. <laughs> <laughs> the rainforest scene in, 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 in planet Earth. Um... <laughs> 
anything to do with Baywatch. Water. We get, yeah, yeah. We, we get you. Uh, bridge can over, can the, I just bridge get over the river quiet because there was a river? Can I just <laughs> get off water? I'm just going to do this last ah. one. Special mention. You can yeah. you can wrap us up with Number your last, last big finale. Yeah. Uh, special mention to the movie. It's not rain, but it is mist. It's a weather pattern. It is the movie The Mist. The Mist. It is my one number one ending. horror movie. Uh, it's again Frank Darabont, uh, who did Shawshank Redemption, also did The Walking Dead. Again, it's written by Stephen King, just like The Shawshank Redemption. And it is this creepy white mist full of these bug monsters and this group of people are locked in a supermarket trying to hold out and survive as this apocalypse happened outside them. And what goes on inside the supermarket as people start to form little factions and little groups and splinter off and become their own monsters. It's truly something special. And the ending will just blow you away. No spoilers whatsoever. If you haven't seen it, go out and watch it. Incredible. So if you want to tune in next week when Adam summarises a movie in 47 seconds... Tune in for next week when Adam summarises another movie well, in 47 seconds. Well done on timing that. And most importantly, um, I tried to catch some fog yesterday. Missed. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> well, how, how come you had that on your phone? Because I remembered the joke, but not in full, so I had to go and look it up. But I knew there was a missed joke. He forgot the punchline. That's right. <laughs> uh, I'm like, it's something about missed. Well, happily, the rain has stopped tonight, so we can move on. Um, good call. Um, but it did remind me of that scene in Forrest Gump mm-hmm. where he's recurring when he's in Vietnam yep. and he goes, and then one day the rain, the rain stopped. stopped and that's when the bullets come flying yeah, out. Yeah, Remember yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, Forrest Gump also had the uh, the big storm when he's on the boat. Uh, uh, Lieutenant Dan's on the boat. It's like, is that all you've got? Yeah, all and you've got. all the other fishing boats got smashed, but there's, and that's why they became millionaires. Yeah. Forrest Gump became a Rain, who would have thought? A, so, a used device in cinema. Would say... Well, I feel like we've thoroughly milked this topic. <laughs> <laughs> let's... Speaking of um, speaking of wankers, let's move on to Chappy Asks. Oh, have you, have you, have you pre-vetted it? Yeah, I did. Hey, okay, okay, good. good Alright, All right. Chappy Asks. Love it. Bring it. 1885! September 1885! Wait, wait, Ken! Wait a minute! What's this all about? He's alive! The doc's alive! He's in the old west, but he's alive! Number 10, you alright? You need help? There's only one man who can help me. Alright, Phil, stay with us. You got us. We, we got you for the last two minutes. Five minutes, mate. Vaguely. Vaguely. I'm attempting not to lie down after getting called out on it earlier. Any Sydney news? Anything no, wrapping God, up? No. no. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it rained a lot. It did rain a lot. Uh, alright. It rained some more. Chappy has asked. So we shall answer. Mm. All right, chaps. Um, hey, boys. If hey, you fat ha- team. Hey, fat team. Yeah. If you had the force, would you turn to the dark side solely so you can zap Tristan with force lightning? They called me Tristy, but I just want to make it clear that it was Tristan. With you, force yeah. lightning. Yep. Or would that merely be the cherry on top of saving your wife from certain death? So as we know, Anna can turn to the dark side yeah. to try and save... Padme. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, uh, yeah, one of the benefits to that is that you get lightning powers when you turn to the dark side. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The Emperor got lightning. so Just the Emperor was the only one to ever use lightning. Yeah, so I would say that, you know, I'd say firstly, Chappie's made a mistake here. Huge mistake. He doesn't understand Star Wars very No, well. I don't That's think he does. The big part of his problem. I think he... And true, isn't... I mean, manipulating life and death is both sides of the Force. Because Daisy Ridley can heal that giant snake in Episode Nine. 
and Kylo I'm Ren. That completely out of my Such mind. Such a shit movie. <laughs> um, but at the same time, uh, you know, you've got the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise, who had power over both life and death. Did I ever tell you the story <laughs> of Darth, Darth Plagueis the Wise? The Wise. <laughs> um, Let me tell you a story about, about a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you know. Obviously, I think this question is clearly Martin Fraud. Well, should we just go? Would you choose light side or dark side of the force? Well, no. Let's Given just... that the dark side gives you a Death Star and a Super Star Destroyer, and the light side means you get to live in a swamp, and that's it. <laughs> it is absolutely clear to me right. that the ability to force choke anybody I please is the direction I would go. That's I, a great I, point. I, Imagine I, being able to force choke someone through the TV. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Oh. Like you're just yes. watching, like you, and so you're at a bar, you're watching like the Olympics, and it was like choke, 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 and it's the Russian gymnast, and you're like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. and like they actually legitimately choke. That's right, and not you wouldn't kill them. Sounds horrible. You drop them to like a seven out of ten. <laughs> yeah, you just counter, you just counter the amount of drugs that they took. Yeah, exactly. Coming up, who's got the lung capacity now, I mean, it's, it's Boris? A, it's a weirdly specific use of the force choke, but, but just don't oh, like Russian oh, gymnasts, oh, mate. Yeah, got it. So I guess you don't take much to go on that rant. I guess the question that Chappie is saying here, if I have to break, if I want to break down his ask, and yeah, this, is, okay. I guess this is more probably more a question for you boys. It says if you if you turn to the dark side, he's saying you are turning the dark side. Will you be doing it purely to kill me with force lightning, or would that just be? So would you be more looking forward to the fact that you can kill me with force lightning? Or you'd be more looking forward to being able to save your wife from certain death. I feel like he said... What's more fun for you guys? Force choke. Because I don't want to kill you, Tristan. Well, for 30 bucks, I can buy a taser off the dark web. That's true. And just shoot you in the in the nuggets. Like, but being able to force choke like. you whenever I want for the rest of time. He's not talking about force choking. He says zap Tristy with force lightning. Oh, he says zap. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I don't want to go that far. So, so that's the semantics. Could we make it choke, a non-lethal yes. zap? Like you know how Palpatine just gets really deformed. I think. Like, could I saving, do that to you? It already sounds because you're willing to, to subs, you know, sort of subside your, your your views on this. It already tells me that it's you're actually more one. likely to enjoy the saving of your loved ones from certain death over zapping me with life. No, but he said that's the cherry on top of yes. saving your wife because you can do both. We need to talk to Chappie about writing. Alright, this guy's he's not he's not very good at asking things. So what's the answer here? Are we uh um... My answer is yes. What's your answer, Phil? Just say no. No. Uh and my answer will be maybe. Alright. <laughs> Tune in next week, punners, for another classic Chappie asks. <laughs> it's true though, the Emperor was the only one who had lightning. Right? There were not uh, yeah, I don't even think Dooku had lightning. Oh no, Dooku did have lightning. Did he have yeah, lightning? Yeah, Dooku At did what have point lightning. Did he have lightning? He had lightning. What, just before or just after he was beheaded? Wait. Let's have a look. Don't look it up. No, I have to we know can do it now. after the podcast. No, we're doing it now. Count Dooku lightning. There are not a lot of consistencies in the Star Wars Yeah, see, he did. Oh, well, yeah, he did. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Look, I love Star Wars. He also got decapitated pretty easily. Yeah. I love Star Wars. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but there are there are not a lot of consistencies in that universe, and there's a whole lot of making up of power to suit the story. That's so true. Are whole... you mocking Star Wars right now yeah. while you're eating Harvest Snap, Baked Pea Crisp, Salt and Vinegar flavor? Six of the exactly nine movies. Don't make me force joke you. <laughs> this guy eating Harvest Snaps. Disgusting. <laughs> well, you did promise a dinner. 
Like, come on around, boys. Dinner and drinks on me. And he was like, what do you got? Nothing. And I, fu- <laughs> I fucking knew he wouldn't. My yeah, I brought my own dinner because I knew he wouldn't. And I brought salt and vinegar tips because so I knew you'd be hungry. We'll see you yeah. next week on the Freedman Podcast. <laughs> Strap out, ladies and gentlemen. See you, folks. <laughs>